0: Within all of us is everything, both male and female. This is Skull Babylon, and you're about to listen to Paradigm Shift Radio episode 118, Female Perspectives of Spirituality. In this community discussion, we welcomed on numerous beautiful females onto the show to be able to share their perspectives, experiences, lessons, and insights of this dynamic reality. Numerous topics were covered, including female perspectives on connecting with intuition, utilizing moon cycles, intimacy, sexual energy, overcoming obstacles, finding personal empowerment, the role of the female for the future, and much more. Plus, as an added bonus, the show continued beyond the live broadcast into an extra hour with even more fruitful group discussion as we invited some additional males on to take part in some of the mutual expression of gratitude and the importance of union between the energies. Paradigm Shift Radio is an ongoing, interactive community show to help assist in the evolution of consciousness. If you enjoy the free inspirational media, then please contribute to the production of It and More Conscious Media by signing up as a monthly contributor for only a few dollars a month and supporting the evolution of the project at ParadigmShiftCentral.com forward slash donate. Your contributions help us help everyone. Tune in again for future episodes, share the project with your friends, browse the other media through the main website, ripple the inspiration further through your everyday actions, and enjoy the flow. One
1: love.
2: We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop. A frame flowing to the ocean. Welcome, travelers. This is Zoe, and you're listening to another magical episode of Paradigm Shift Radio.
1: Oh my God, that was that was way better than I even imagined. All right. Well, thank you, Zoe. And thank you, everyone. As Zoe mentioned, you're tuned in for another exciting, inspirational, educational community episode of Paradigm Shift Radio once again here tonight broadcasting live across the internet and out into the ether and tonight's episode is about female perspectives of spirituality and of course that is why we have Zoe who is helping us with the show tonight as well as many other amazing females who will be joining us to be able to take part in this community created conversation and now just uh, now that we got that out of the way it's like oh geez what's next well of course just want to be able to invite people and just say welcome to those of you who are new who are tuned into the show for the first time if you haven't yet checked out ParadigmShiftCentral.com, of course you will see that this show is a branch of a bigger project to be able to help encourage people to be the shift where they are and that involves creating physical paradigm shift communities going out there giving out free hugs giving out shift buttons being the love they wish to see in the world hacking the matrix all that awesome amazing and wonderful things and with that said i think we'll probably just kind of ease our way into this episode and of course inviting people to call in at any point and you can call in through the guest call in number at 347-539-5493 or call in using your skype you don't need skype credits you can call in uh just by clicking the skype icon and it works out perfectly that way but well, not but, but so as we as we move into this, let me just check in with uh, our good friend Zoe. Zoe, how how are you? How are you? How are you feeling right now?
2: <laughs> well, I'm feeling wonderful and empowered and excited to be on this radio show.
3: Awesome.
1: I like I like that. I like the fact that you feel empowered. I think that's something that's definitely uh, that's part of the goal. Is you know we want people to feel empowered and specifically uh, th- coming coming from the female perspective i think that's a that's a really really cool thing now um going into this you were you were sort of like helping uh sort of put together some ideas in terms of what it is that we might be talking about on the show tonight do you want to just sort of hit upon maybe a couple of uh, a couple of the topics without actually getting into the discussion but a couple of the topics that you could see or you could see this show being steered steered in and towards
2: of course Let's see. Well, since we are talking about female perspectives of spirituality, I'd love to get everyone thinking about the goddess archetype and what that means to them. And of course how we women can empower ourselves on a day to day basis.
1: For sure to sorry, I'm just keep keep talking, Zoe. Keep talking. <laughs>
2: Oh, and um, we'll probably just ask some, you know, more general questions about women's views on chakras and meditation. Maybe some female viewers will call in and tell us about their lucid dreams.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> And, and I think it's it's very likely that we will get uh into some talks also about the uh the relationship between females and their sexual energy as well and and that's something that I think is obviously like right at the core of a lot of this uh and a lot of the empowerment involved uh with the the female perspective on things so the way how we're gonna do this uh as we're moving forward i I want to be able to keep the beginning of the show open to to females and then we'll bring some males on later in the show for them to be able to add in whatever it is that they want to say, to be able to take part in the conversation and to express gratitude for how amazing females are. And, uh, that, that, and, and also just to clarify when we say when putting it out there to females, uh, specific, like Females, as in like those who identify as females. So that includes those who are transgendered and identify themselves as uh, as female. Whatever, whatever, whatever it is that that works in for you in that sense, we want to be able to hear from you if you feel that is your place to be able to call in. And then again, keeping the lines open for the males later on in the episode, and and we'll do that. So let's sort of check in with uh, some of the callers that we have on and what I'm going to do I'm actually going to bring on our good friend Shia since uh, she's actually got a lot that I'm sure she would be able to add to this conversation as well Um, so Shia if you're ready we're going to bring you on to Paradigm Shift Radio in the next minute though I I will just say just uh, in in terms of uh, a little bit of community news um, just recently I just want to put this out there for those of you who are listening Uh, just recently I was uh, on Friday night I felt called to do some free hugs downtown in my City of London, Ontario, Canada, to be able to help create uh, more connections with the Paradigm Shift London community. And those of you who tuned in in the past, you know, like this is something that I really promote. I really encourage the effectiveness of going out there and doing free hugs and, and giving out the shift buttons and inviting people to tune in. And I just want to say, for those of you who I've connected with, just recently who, who ran into me doing free hugs downtown, please feel free to add me and send me a direct message as well and you can add me at facebook.com slash skull babylon so for anybody, anybody can, is welcome to add me, but in particular, the people who I met downtown, I would love to be able to continue to stay in touch uh, with those people and there's some other stuff that, I, that I'll that i be mentioning to you guys uh, later on in, in the show, but we'll get there when we get there there's some, new, there's some new shirts available there's some new free hug shirts available within the community and uh, a lot of other awesome stuff going on but in the meantime we're gonna we're gonna revolve around the conversation of female perspectives on spirituality and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get caught up and we'll let Sh- and as shy is talking i'm going to generate some questions uh to be able to help add to the conversation and i'll sort of be you know coming from the, the male side of things I'll, I'll, I'll be asking the curious questions that us males might want to ask and for anybody in the live chat Send your messages through the live chat as well. So if there's any particular questions, whether it be from a male or female that you want to ask, please put them in the live chat and uh, just put them in all capitals. That way, so I can see them really easily. So, with that said, we're gonna bring on our good friend Shia, and uh, we'll continue to go from there. And, and as well as Zoe, we're gonna we're gonna evolve this conversation, and we'll continue to bring more females into the discussion as the show progresses. So. Shaya, if you're ready, we're gonna bring you on to Paradigm Shift Radio. Here we go. Hey,
4: everybody.
1: Hello. Hi, Shia. Well, welcome Hi. back.
4: Yay! I'm here again. Okay. I, uh, I actually had a lot of things that I wrote down tonight. I've, I've, I don't. You probably noticed over the last few days, I've been really high energy, just super stoked about everything. Can't stop talking, can't stop doing, can't stop thinking. I don't. Not entirely sure where it came from, but I'm not. I'm not denying it. It's pretty awesome. Um, mm-hmm. As far as um, my own personal experiences, clearly that's all I have to go by right now. Um, my own path has been taking me through the learning the union between intuition and intellect. Um, for example, um, see trying to realize how intuition works with intellect, because our society has basically put a lot of value on intellect being, you know, it's logical, you can prove things, two plus two is four, and it's provable, and other people can check that. But our intuition, we're growing up as mostly as as girls, um, just from my own perspective, and talking to other females, um, we're basically told that when we when we see things, because our intuition is is really powerful and really strong, but when we're it's really active as children, but without logical information to back up our feelings of what's going on, we're basically it, it's there's no value to it it's not valued at all um it's just your imagination you know it's not and being using your imagination is not a bad thing, but we're taught as as girls growing up that when we feel things, when we intuit things, it's not, it's not a value. It just, it's, you know, it's whimsical, it's fantasy. It's just you making things up and getting past that and learning to, um, learning to understand your intuition and learning to trust your intuition again is a really hard thing to do as a, as a female person um, because we are taught that, you know, women's intuition but women's intuition is still, in our patriarchal society, pushed down as not a value again. So it's it's tough to go with intellect and intuition. But that's something that I've actually been working with a lot is, my, is trusting my intuition. When people ask me questions about, they come in and they're like, what crystal do I use for this? And I'll just blurt something out. And then we look it up, and that's what it is. So... Mm-hmm that's i i'm finding that that's happening a lot and i'm i'm letting that happen whereas before um i'd say even before maybe 2 months ago it was all logic i had to prove things existed i had to prove you know there had to be a logical reasonable explanation for it and now there doesn't it doesn't have to be there
1: mhm the zoe at any uh, point just continue the conversation and I'll just sort of stay here <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe I'll, go
2: ahead. well um i I really like that bringing together intellect and intuition it sort of reminds me of bringing together the yin and yang aspects you know to unify them and um Absolutely. i sort of I sort of feel you <laughs> recently oh, good <laughs> I've been, yeah I've been definitely learning recently how to sort of flow with my intuition and You know let myself be like water and not sort of throw a wrench in the in the machinery so to speak with second guessing myself doubting which is all sort of things that are based in the mind rather than in the heart uh Mm -hmm. yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah And, and, and i'll just i'll just add in here um you know like when, when we sort of step back, and uh, some people talk about the the trying to be able to understand like what the female energy is versus what the male energy is, um, one of the simplest explanations that I sort of like to bring it back to is the visualization that the male is like the straight line, and the female is that curvy line. The male is is sort of that that force of the universal consciousness that will say like I am going from A to B in this direction, whereas the female is sort of that creative, intuitive cr- like just expressive nature that will say, like, oh, I will get to A and B, but in the meantime, I'm going to, like, go around and enjoy the scenery and appreciate the (laughs) flowers and make sure, yeah, (laughs) and do a dance along the way and get there with as much joy and expression as possible sort of thing. So, I mean, just as an overview for this episode, the reason why I wanted to do this episode, uh, among other reasons, is to be able to emphasize the point that this is not just about um, female but this is about female energy within everyone and and, and I, I feel I feel comfortable being uh, in this position in in as a host for this show and within this topic um, because I mean that is something that I've been aware of for a while the idea that all of us have male and female within us and for myself like I've, I've embraced that I've embraced like the female aspects of myself and to me like what that means is sort of like the more like sensitive like caring emotional nurturing creative sides of myself um, which go hand in hand with the fact that like I'm, I'm a cancer on the cusp of leo uh leo is like often sort of like this this the fire male energy but it, i mean it can be very female as well and then cancer is very emotional uh female energy so i mean it's just, i i got an interesting sort of like uh perspective of both energies happening inside of me so it's it's cool to be able to just be able to put that forward and encourage people to to bring that into themselves and to and to really say that to really recognize that that we all have both inside of us and then to sort of like play with them, you know, play with those energies. How do we play with the female energy and male energy throughout the day and, and, how, and where and when do they blend over? Uh, I mean, you know, like do we always need to be seeing them in a duality perspective? Like can we just see it as like energy energy opposed to having to define it as male and female? But understanding one side of it helps us understand the other side of it, which helps us piece together the whole picture. Again, the yin and the yang aspect coming together. So there's anything else you guys want to say um, by all means I, I've been putting together some questions here and we do have another uh, we have a few of the other callers in the queue and and I'm going to bring them on in the next minute so we'll get to we'll get to that but if there's anything you guys have off the top of your head at the moment just let me know
4: I have lots of stuff it's not on, on the top of my head it's on a piece of paper in front of me so I'll, just, yeah. I'll just, you know keep quiet quiet for a little bit <laughs> Okay. Well, Well,
2: okay. Go ahead, sorry. Sorry. Well, you did say that you sort of thought of the female energy as, you know, very sort of gentle and caring, but I feel like that's just one sort of depiction of it, right? Because at the same time, you have the wrathful goddesses. You have, you know, Kali, who's pictured with skulls around her head, and, you know, (laughs) she lifts the severed head to remind you of cutting through you know, crap, pretty much. So <laughs> there's the so, Morrigan you know, too. who's the, the
4: goddess of war.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Her crows peck um, out people's <laughs> eyes. So not exactly super maternal, right there.
2: <laughs> yeah. So there's like this whole other uh, completely powerful and ferocious and wild side of female energy that we probably shouldn't forget. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome yeah,
4: point.
2: Yeah,
1: for sure. Well, just I'm um, just putting just. W- I'll just ask this and then we'll get into our next caller. Uh, how do you, how, how important do you feel it is um, for the males listening to this to be able to like comprehend and understand the female energy within themselves and within females? How do you feel that will help people, the male audience and anyone? Either one.
4: Thinking. <clears throat> um, <laughs> well,
2: I have a, uh, never mind i don't have it where is it I had a really cool
4: quote <laughs> i you know what it's it's it goes back to what i was saying i think about the intellect versus the uh well not versus but with the intuition where um having the kind of the marriage of both of those becomes um a balance so if you're balanced, you have you you rely on your intellect to know you know when to get on to work on time and where to buy your art supplies to make that awesome piece of art that your intuition wants you to do. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's basically like intellectual knowledge gives us a feeling that we're in control of our lives because of all of those straight rules and lines. But the shifting patterns of life that we can get through our intuition makes us aware of a sense of chaos that we can't control. So that is like it's it's, it's Balancing those two things and balancing the male and female energies in every single person makes it a lot easier to relate to people, a lot easier to accept people as they are. I believe so. I think that's really important for males to accept that they um, they have a, that fem- feminine energy, they have that female energy inside of them, so that they can. Accepts that people screw up, that people make mistakes, that people are, you know, who they are, instead of saying, "Oh, well, we, you're this label and this label and this label." And because I'm a man, then you, you know, I'm not supposed to like that. And I'm not supposed to accept that. So, mm-hmm. as as a male person, you having a knowledge and uh, an acceptance of your own female energy inside of you, having that balance is really important.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I, I, I go ahead. Sorry.
4: Oh, um,
2: I, I agree with you and um, it is really important to find that balance actually in the Baha'i religion um, they sort of compare the masculine and feminine energies to the two wings of the bird right? so if one wing is allowed to remain weak, the bird will not fly it's mm. not until both wings are fully developed that the bird can fly so mm-hmm. similarly you have to develop both your masculine and feminine energies and understand them to a, a degree but flow with them to a degree mhm
3: for sure
1: <laughs> yeah um i mean just, just just from personal experience i i mean i am I'm I'm glad. I I'm, I'm fortunate. I consider myself fortunate that like I'm in touch with my emotions enough, that I like I'm comfortable uh being able to cry. I know there's a lot of males out there who have who have like a hard time crying and like that will actually like build up that energy will build up and it can actually, you know, like everything that sort of happens physically sort of uh, begins from the etheric level. So I mean if there's emotional build up, that means there's energy sort of like just getting it's not coming through, and then it can literally like result in in things that are going to cause physical discomfort within our body and everything like that. Um, so I mean, like for me, like uh, and again, being a part of a cancer, it's just like part of my nature and stuff like that. But um, when I'm able to when I'm able to cry, like whether or not I'm associating that with the female energy or not, um, it's something that is like is, is very healing for me, and it helps me like move through processes at an accelerated rate. Opposed to the idea of like me being like, well, society tells me that men aren't supposed to cry, therefore I should be a man, and I'm a man, and this is what a man does, but instead it's just like, you know, like, what does that actually, like, you know, again, like, what, what does it mean to be a man? Like, I think being a real man is being In touch with the like the both aspects of the male and female energy. I mean, it's it's these labels, we have to transcend the labels. So, I mean, it's good that we're having this conversation for sure. So, we're gonna we're gonna bring on another caller here and we're gonna keep things moving along. We're just getting warmed up with this discussion. So, again, if people are tuning into this show, yeah, that's right, there's more to come. If people are tuning into this show and you like what you hear so far, then continue to share with your friends. And if you're listening to this show in the future, then please continue to share it as well. People can listen to the show, excuse me, people can listen to the show afterwards uh it's always recorded online and everything like that so um okay we're gonna try this i'm pretty sure this is our friend jocelyn who's actually calling in from new zealand and she's a super awesome female goddess in her own way as are all the females who are who are who are everywhere and and every single female is a goddess it's so amazing it's just a matter of being able to help them see that within themselves and that's where the empowerment comes from so i'm pretty sure this is her it's just a matter of like whether or not um my blog talk is telling me it's giving me a weird number. The number that I see is like just a series of ones, but since he's calling from New Zealand, I think that's just what happens. So <laughs> we'll see. All right, so we're going to try bringing on Caller from error code 111, and we're going to see whether or not this is Jocelyn. And then if not, then that's awesome too. So uh, Mystery Caller, we're going to bring you on to Paradigm Shift Radio. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Hello call- everyone. Is this Jocelyn?
5: Yes, this is Jocelyn. How are you doing Hi. today? Cool.
1: Doing very well. Or tonight, well. rather. Tonight, it's today yeah.
5: where I am. It's 3 p.m. <laughs>
3: right <So> now. Yeah.
5: <laughs> in the future, because I'm actually yeah. a day ahead of everyone.
3: So <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> kind of
5: interesting. <laughs> How is it in the future? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> awesome.
1: Well welcome Jocelyn. It's good to hear from you again. And I think this is a yeah. very appropriate conversation to you, uh, for you to be tuned in with. So uh just passing the talking stick to you and maybe you have some topics that you can sort of just put on the table. I would uh I would love to just let things flow as as the female energy so beautifully does. So please go ahead.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um so I just got back from a consciousness uh, festival, and um, I basically uh, just dove right into the feminine energy, although I did not think that that was the way that it was going to be. It was a full moon, um, There was it was mercury retrograde, so I was thinking, oh, this is mm-hmm. a, a great time for yin and yang kind of synthesis, uh, because basically the full moon brings about energies that make us want to come forward and talk and unite with people and be among, you know, uh, like a social situation, whereas Mercury Retrograde is more of like the inner work, you know, the the inner realms and and diving into that, and that's where we kind of get hiccups with communicating with people and things like that. Um, But I feel like this was such a revealing time for me because um, I – Got well. We're talking about feminine things right right now, but a few days in, um, out of nowhere, because I was a week early, I got my moon cycle, and um, I was thinking, oh no, I was thinking, um, this this is not good, and uh, and then I, I ran across this like this elder, basically this this woman that holds all this knowledge for women, and she was like, and I was dancing and I was just weaving this like energy that was like coming through my body, and instead of feeling disempowered and kind of like bogged down and wanting to stay inside i was like out amongst everyone and i was underneath the full moon and i was jiving and she was saying yeah you're in your you're in your shamanism like right now you're you're in you're diving into the layers of the unseen and you're connecting with people there and um that's one of the gifts that women have and uh and so like i just delved into this like kind of this shamanism, kind of, not that I am a shaman, I can't fully say that I'm a shaman, but I can say that each, that the feminine aspects of ourselves, whether you are a male or female, allows you to go into the interdimensional realm. Um, and I, I had this whole synthesis with fire, the transformer, which is another woman energy, the uncertain, the unseen, the undefinable, the intuition, the 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 uh, the magic. Like the mystic, so um this was a really powerful time for me, absolutely accelerating and uh I feel like i've I've learned a lot, and maybe I can contribute and spread some knowledge here tonight and that
1: cool well, yeah the, thank you for sharing and, and what i mean just going off that, continuing with your thought process, what do you yeah. feel that you have learned what can you
0: what have you brought back with you
5: yeah i I've brought basically um that uh, when your body is is telling you, because we live in this um, we live in this society right now that is very yang energy. It rewards you when you're out there. Like look at Facebook, you know, look what we're doing right now. We're out here communicating for everyone to see. This is an outward expression. This is a this is a uh, this is the way that the world works today. When we're out there, when we when we show people what we've got, when we you know when we climb the mountain to the highest peak, when we get the award, when we get the promotion. But there's there's work that is done um in, in like in the other side of things, the unseen, right, the un um the unappraisable, like even things, uh, I, even for men, I think that this is something that, that is a big one for males and females within this paradigm to create the shift, is to realize that everything happens in the unconscious before it happens in the conscious. So everything happens in the unseen before we can actually see it. So it's important to, to go into that realm of even if you're in a public space, just going into the eye of the seer, right? Like sitting back and thinking, like looking into the veil of what's going on besides what you're actually seeing. Um, and males and females can both tap into this this energy, especially during the new moon time. That's like super potent. Mm. Um, but I really like learned how to how to do this more um, intimately. So mm-hmm. that's what I learned.
3: <laughs> cool. That's awesome.
4: Yeah,
3: so, <laughs> so it's really anybody, awesome. Does anybody Just sitting have here any-
4: thinking about comments. the moon now. Mm. Um, yeah, I, um, I have a, a program, a little program someone sent me years ago, like twelve years ago. It's called Moon Tool. And it's a little program that ge- it shows you the Julian calendar, it shows you what phase the moon is in, what percentage it is, if it's, you know, like 12% or 96%, how close it is to the full moon, the new moon, the waiting moon, the, the dark moon, mm. it's got all of that on it. And it's a very tiny program, and I remember looking at it last week going, oh... The full moon is in a couple of days and then I didn't even think about it because I have been out of practice and paying attention to what phase the moon is in and how it affects me but thank you for saying that because that's really brought that right back because i've been trying to um more embrace more of the female the feminine of myself because i've been avoiding it for a few years now <laughs> so getting back into that that's i'm thank you for saying that cuz now i yeah. can get back into that and and really explore that part of me that i used to pay attention to and neglected for a long time
5: yeah and this is a this is a male and female thing so you know when the when the moon is is full and it's up in the sky, that is the time or it's or the the moon is going towards being full, then that's the time to go towards promotions to hype yourself up to really get your social media up there to connect mm-hmm. with people, all sorts of stuff and then the uh, the opposite you know uh you know when we're waning when we're going away or we that's like your cue to start resting to start wrapping up the project to go <laughs> inward to ask the questions so just for every anyone that's listening, I'm sure that the goddesses you know and and God here on on with me um they they have heard this before, but um if you're new to this to the moon cycles there are so- su- it's such a potent way to tap into the electromagnetic field since we are a tiny singularity of uh of this you know intermingling universe multiverse um of electromagnetic pulses, so
4: it's pretty I'd like potent to- stuff. That is pretty awesome. Sorry to interrupt the last part there, but yeah. um, I'd just like to let everybody know that when I was laughing a minute ago while you were talking, it was a laugh of, of realization and uh, not to, like, be laughing at you, um, because it's really funny for me that we're now in the waning moon, or in the waning part mm. of the moon, so it's getting smaller, mm. and this is when I am, I don't understand what's going on right now, but I am doing all of the things. I've got all the ideas. I'm talking so much. I've got so many things on the go right now that I I don't even, I can't even. <laughs> I've got like this huge list of things that I want to do and that I'm, I'm doing right now. And I, this is when I'm like super active. I'm not sure how that relates now because... This is the time yeah. when I should be chilling out and reflecting, and and you know just kind of. Well, we're
5: just we're just getting over the full moon, right? Because the full moon was like a few days ago, so yeah, it's probably the, the leftovers from that. But like mm. this would be a super potent time to sow those seeds when the new moon comes. Like get those ideas, make them rounded. Like see the picture, and then like plant those seeds in the ground when the new moon comes, because that is such potent work. Like. Mm-hmm. I've Amazing got stuff. so
4: many plans, and it started Friday actually. It oh, started Friday exciting. morning. It was just and yeah. Friday is 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 Frida, Freya, Freya's day, right? It's it's the uh. the love day, the moon day, like it's it's that's the goddess day. It's the day of love. It's the day that you you love what you're doing, and you you get all that stuff started. So that actually makes a whole lot of sense because that's when it started.
2: <laughs> true, true.
5: Cool. Very synchronistic and beautiful
1: always always yeah yeah just reading some of the chat uh in uh, in the live chat that we got here and again just reminding people to send me um personal questions if you guys want and I'll be able to relay some of those uh our friend Andy he 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 put something that caught my eye here he said he said the masculine is about making sense of what is taught through the feminine Um, I think that's really interesting. I I, I think there is some sort of idea to that, like the idea that, I mean, in in a way, you could almost think that like the nature of dreams per se are very feminine, and and then like it takes like the masculine logic to be able to write them down in the morning and try and get the meaning out of them, which to me goes back to this idea that you know like we've always sort of talked about this idea that God, like the original creator, is this male archetype. For me, I think it makes way more sense if the female archetype is actually the the creator if like everything is female first everything is this natural flowing creative aspect and like and the straight line sort of like came as like something that followed it um if that makes sense uh i i yeah opposed to thinking that it was like the male thing that came first um yeah yeah i don't know what do you guys what do you guys think about that was what is, what is your intuition totally. tell you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you guys are straight from the source. Maybe you guys got a feed on it that I don't. So. Well,
5: I, I think that's pretty. It's pretty cool because it's like it shows life is like actually doing the balancing. Like I, before, I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna get on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to talk about how every time that I have something that comes to me intuitively i have somebody that out that's out there like where's the science you know but right. at the same time you know and science is a very masculine thing you know show me the numbers quantify this for me and the woman is like no no no, i, I don't have to quantify i have to feel it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's but it's you know we live in this constantly balancing kind of uh dna double helix reality where everything <laughs> is kind of balancing itself out so it's perfect, you know. You dream, you get the intuition, and then the, that's the feminine, and the, the masculine part comes in and wants to define it. I mean, that's that's the perfect balancing. Um, yeah. I have. A, that, I have sorry, Go I ahead. have to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to bow out because uh, I'm calling from New Zealand, so it, it is costing me yeah. a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I did. I did want to contribute. Um, and I'm, I'm honored to be on air with um, you ladies, and of course Brendan. And mm-hmm. thank you so much for having me.
4: So. Thanks for awesome. coming. You gave me some awesome insights. So.
5: Oh, cool! Awesome. Great. And I'll, I'll just be listening. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Okay. Great.
5: Well, like Jocelyn, deadly. I, I will
1: I will say for everyone and you included, like you, if you figure out how to call in through Skype by clicking the Skype yep. icon through the blog talk link, like it shouldn't cost oh. money and stuff. So if you get that figured out, feel free to let us know. We can bring you on later in the show. So, oh
5: know, great, we'll okay. yeah, I'll take a look.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. great. All right, okay, okay. Thanks again, Jocelyn. All right. Bye. Bye. Cheers. All right.
4: I have something that Jocelyn uh, kind of triggered in my head when she was talking is that uh, the intuition provides us with a qualitative understanding of life, while the intellect provides us with a quantitative.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's kind of a simple way of of breaking it down. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well... Thank you so much uh, to, to everyone uh, for for being a part of this conversation so far. We got about thirty people in the live chat, which is a great number to see. I, I, I'm glad to see that we're getting uh, this many people interested. And I want to get into some like potent some potent questions and really just get like right to right to the root uh, of some of this stuff. Um, and I want to actually be able to pass this back to, to Zoe first, and then we'll uh, pass it to Shia, and then we'll bring on another caller as well. But I, I want to just ask a simple question for myself, curious as as a male, and for all the females as well, but how do how do females uh, find their empowerment? Uh, as broad of a question as that may be, and drawing it back to the themes of the divine feminine and, and what that actually means. I, I think there's some key stuff there. Um, Zoe, is there anything that you want to talk about related to that?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, actually, I'll- going back to what uh, Jocelyn said, that uh, taking that time to connect to that inner space and that inner still silence within yourself. Um, However you may do that, whether it's locking yourself in a room for a week and chanting all week, or walking outside and singing to the moon I feel like that time that you take for yourself as a woman is very important. And often as women, we're, you know, busy trying to, care give or take care of this or that or we got to clean the house or we got to pick up this for this person. But having that space and time for ourselves is really rejuvenating. It makes us so much more ready to hit it hard later.
0: And uh, Shia, or did you want to say anything about the divine feminine archetype?
4: Were you asking me, or were you asking Zoe?
1: Maybe just going back to Zoe. Zoe, did you want to talk about the find the feminine archetype, divine feminine archetype, and just like how an understanding of that would be able to just like help females in whatever
2: way? Oh, sure, of course. Well, when I think of what the goddess is, you know, first off, I think of fertility, healing, compassion abundance, think of the earth. I mean, the goddess is the universe itself, right? Everything we see and experience is constantly changing and transforming. And, like, how is it doing that? It's, you know, a continuous cycle of birth and growth and death and rebirth. And to connect to, you know, the goddess energy is to connect to your highest potential as a woman or as a man, you know everything that the goddess is, or that you can conjure up. That this divine image is what you are at your highest potential, and if you're ready for that, you can connect to it.
4: Yeah, I like no, that.
6: Shai, Go I like ahead, yeah.
4: Um, what I was going to say about how how you find your your female empowerment, your your divine feminine empowerment is there are a couple of steps that i took personally so i'm just going to i'm just going to list those ones off um one uh step 1 was uh telling myself and other people that i was a badass <laughs> um basically transcending any limitations that your personal culture your society um racial sexual economic religious limitations get past those realize that you know they're they're limiting you as a woman as a female um and that's one. that's one of the the steps. You have to be truthful with yourself. You have to um even if you don't talk to a lot of people, be honest with yourself and that's hard to do. But if you can get to that point where you can say, you know, this is not who I wanna be, this is who I wanna be. I wanna be a strong, empowered woman who has um control over her own life, um, self knowledge, as long as you learn who you are and you're truthful with yourself that is goes a long way towards accepting that kind of empowerment in your life
2: definitely and of course you have to you have to give something in return right you you have to mm-hmm. let go of these patterns you know you can't just say hey okay hey goddess i want to be a goddess uh but i'm going to stick with all my old patterns that don't serve me she's going to yeah. be like hey listen what are you willing to give me in return and she'll yep. throw you right into the alchemical fire and just, you know, clean you up until you're gold. <laughs>
4: yeah. Someone said to me, actually, uh, one of my cousins, he said, uh, oh, what was it? Um, if life never gave you sandpaper, how would you be polished and smooth? Like, if you didn't go through all the rough stuff, how would you ever, like, get polished up and shiny the way you're supposed to be?
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Each hardship is a learning experience designed to make you better.
4: And if you keep going through the same one soon enough to realize, like, why am I I doing this? Why am I still going through the same thing? Like, this happens all the time. When you get to that point, when you realize I've done this before and I'm tired of it, that's when you get to the point where you're like, something's got to change. i got to change. Something, I I have to do something, and nobody else is going to do it for me. I have to do it. And that's where you start on your path to, to realizing who you are. Who do you want to be? You know, not just this is the life that my parents gave me, so this is the one I'm stuck in. It's this is the one that, this is yours. You have to own it. You have to say, this is my life. I am the author of my own life. This is not under somebody else's control.
2: It's your dream, your elusive dream, all for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: cool awesome you guys you guys are great you guys are wonderful you're so beautiful <laughs> let me just let me just like i mean seriously i mean as as an ambassador as a as a, a representative of, of those of us who who carry the masculine energy as our as our primary energy um who carry that form who who carry that archetype as well it's a beautiful dance to, to be able to share it with you is one of the best ways that I can put it. And there's just something so magical about, about females. I mean, being able to see them as goddesses, that's been a paradigm shift in in my own way is to really be able to, to see the divine feminine archetype shining through individual females in their own way. and, And to be able to see them with that spark of passion in their eyes and to see them come alive, that is such an amazing thing. And I mean, you know, like it's this idea that
3: <laughs>
1: as a male, like we 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 are here out of service for you and and, and recognizing that like it's it's a mutual thing. Again, it's just dance and everything like that. And why I care about women is because like I, I see them I see them as that nurturer. I, I see them as the ones who who will I mean even just like Thinking about what some of our parents do and things like that. Some of our, you know, like a lot of us have like parents who like have gone through so much just to be able to support us as their children. And and they'll be, they'll work a job they don't like just so they can support their child or something like that. You know, they give and they give because they know that like love is something that is meant to be shared. And that they are sort of like that representation of that fountain of love in action. Us males, we tend to hold on to our love. Uh you know, we'll keep it we'll keep it very tight within within underneath our armor. Um and the females are here to be able to help teach us how to move into that heart place. Um I think that's like a very a very obvious thing is that when you sort of look at um the the represent, like the associations between male and female and the chakras as well the male energy is a very sacral and very root-oriented. Um, you know, it is that sort of, like, primitive, like, survival instinct and everything. And also, a lot of it comes relates to the ego and everything. I mean, there's a reason why men have done a tremendous job of making a mess of things, so to speak. And, and it's just, like, coming from that, like, that, again, more... Um, possessive logical uh less intuitive instinct that it is within sort of like the lower root chakra primal instinct whereas the female uh, exists more naturally within the heart Uh, i think like as a female they come into that heart with that compassion with that lovingness and ultimately what i think is happening with where we are right now within the shift of the ages is that the females are teaching the males how to move themselves up into this heart space and this is something that I've experienced uh, personally, you know, this is through my direct experience. And and also, the males are teaching the females too. The males are teaching the females how to move and connect with their root and their sacral chakra as well, and to be able to find the empowerment in that, the, the, the strength that will allow them to stand up as an individual and to be able to be very strong. And I think that is something that we're seeing more and more, especially within the New Age community. I mean, I use the New Age term loosely, but we, we are seeing that. If you go to festivals, uh, you, you will see that. You will see these, these women who not only express themselves uh, very beautifully, but also have a very strong presence to them. They carry uh, that warrior guardian mentality, that archetype, that energy. You know, like, and it's not like a thing where it's just like, oh, like, like They're like a badass sort of thing, but they are a badass. And, 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 and what makes a badass is a person who's willing to stand up for what they believe in, who's willing to be there to, to carry what it is that they love, what they, what they care about. And I mean, again, going back to um, Journey to Lucidity 2, this is actually a theme that comes up uh, right within the movie, is the idea of like the guardian archetype. And I think it's cool for, for the females, to be stepping into the guardian archetype as well as the males for, for both of us to be able to uh, teach each other about how to unlock the aspects of ourselves that for many, many years now have sort of been not fully tapped into. So that is where, we're seeing more males become compassionate and we're seeing more females become like independent and outgoing and creative and ambitious. And, and I think again, like that is, that is a cool thing for, for the females to be bringing in the male energy, just as the males are bringing in the female energy. And that's, that's, that's it. Like that's evolution. Like that, that is like us like coming and stepping into our full potential. So I mean, that's just something that came off the top that was, I just wanted to share with you guys. So again, like to all thank the... Thank you. That to, was awesome. To, to everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. That's what I want to say. Like, <laughs> I love you so much. And just, yeah, thank you for sharing this dance with me. It's
4: and uh, I'd, I'd like to say something right now uh, regarding what's going on in the live chat. Um what's uh, going on in the live chat? <laughs> uh, Andy was saying that uh, parents sometimes forget in order for... And actually understood, one must not only know what they're doing, but also how they're communicating it to others. And I had said that when, speaking as a parent, because I have a 14-year-old son, um, when he was growing up, when he was younger, I used to speak to him as as if he were, uh, you know, an adult. He would ask me a question like, you know, Mommy, why is the sky blue? And be like, well, it's blue because of science.
3: <laughs>
4: I didn't know the science behind it. And he said, you know, he would ask me why or, or anything. And I would give him the m- completest answer that I could give him at the time for his age. But now that he's 14 and he's becoming involved with paradigm shift, he is amazing me every single day. Like the stuff that he's he is embracing his his masculinity and his his femininity and to see that happening is really amazing, especially in my own child. Like it's mm. like my mind is just blown. But mm. now that I know so much more, now like than i did when he was growing up i'm living that and he sees that and he sees that i'm trying to be the best possible version of me while i'm i'm also i'm strong but i'm also soft and learning that by viewing my life i think is really important for him because Mm -hmm. 14 from me remembering 14 that is a messed up age there's all sorts of weird stuff going on there's all kinds of hormones all kinds of pressures and and this day and age now like the pressures are even more intense than I think I even grew up with so like the fact that my son can still be like you know feminine and masculine and be comfortable in who he is right now is like totally amazing
3: Mm-hmm.
1: for sure well, that's good that's good I mean that's good that we have that firsthand again like being able to to share that, that, to be able to share the shift in consciousness from from your perspective as well. It's, it's good documentation of the fact that like, yeah, it's happening and more kids, more kids are, are, are doing that, are sort of like naturally coming in to that balance. And they're going to be the, they're going to be the creators of the future. You know, they're going to be able to imagine a, a new generation of kids who do naturally come in with that male-female balance or develop it naturally and what type of world they will create that's an exciting thing. So that's something that we're creating the foundations of right now. So
2: cool. All right. <laughs> the consciousness is accelerating.
4: You know what? A few years ago, so, I would have been, wait, the, the the kids that are growing up now, they're, they're the ones that are going to be in charge. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're a bunch of D bags. Like this is going to be terrible. But then I'm meeting people who are my son's age. And I'm just like, wow, you are so wise. Like, who are you? Yeah. This is so cool.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I will say that we got an hour left in the show and let's definitely continue to make the most of it. And we got some other females who I would love to bring on. Jocelyn's back in the queue on Skype. So we're going to bring her on and get her into the circle. And then we're going to bring on another caller uh, real quickly. And then there's a couple of community news things that I just want to be able to touch base upon, but we'll get there soon enough. So Jocelyn, if you're ready, we're just going to bring you back into the conversation. So hello, hello, Jocelyn. Welcome Hi, back.
5: how's my audio?
1: Uh, very good, actually, so this is fine yeah. oh
5: great okay <laughs> perfect,
1: awesome all right, so now that we got Jocelyn, we're gonna bring on uh one of our good friends we're gonna there's a there's a couple of people I know I wanna be able to bring on we're gonna bring on our good friend Lisa on next, and then after that we're gonna bring on our friend Monica, who's one of our paradigm shift community admins uh just going off on that I mean. Again, the Paradigm Shift communities, we encourage people to create these across the world, and they're basically creating space for open-minded discussion, meditation circles. You host them once a week, once every other week, once a month, whatever works for you at a regular community uh, location that people can get to, and you help facilitate the discussion. You create space, and you bring people together, and they connect as friends and do awesome stuff. A lot of our community admins are female <laughs> Like uh, this, this whole paradigm shift project is literally like fifty male, fifty female. It's very, very like good in that sense that there's already like the balance showing through the entire whole of the project. So shout out to all of the female paradigm shift community admins you you continue to just uh open my heart so much. So we're going to bring on a good friend Lisa first and then we'll bring on Monica and uh Lisa I believe in the chat is uh going by the name was it Rainbow Warrior Goddess. So you know, you know she's <laughs> she's coming from an interesting angle. So Lisa, I believe calling in from air code 661, we're going to bring you on the Paradigm Shift Radio next. So here we go. Hello well,
3: this this
1: is Hello, sister Lisa. <laughs> Good to hear you.
7: <laughs> how the heaven are you?
1: Awesome. Well, how, how are you? Let me ask you that first. How are you feeling?
7: I'm actually doing well after a week of uh, helping my friend with her very sick child and not getting any sleep, but I'm great today.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're getting through things. So, thank you for that's being the, here. Today. That's
7: the nurturing. That's the nurturing spirit. Mm-hmm. And spirit right there. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And uh, being a mother was absolutely the single most empowering uh, aspect I've ever felt in my life and also the most heartbreaking when I was no longer able to be one uh, due to our evil criminal uh, CPS, Child Protective Services System and my mother who was an agent who did not like my beliefs and my spirituality and my holistic parenting and no vaccination, et cetera, et cetera. So it was really wonderfully healing for me to be able to nurture this child who is my son's age and also was friends with him when we lived here in Sedona where I just moved back to. So, yes, it's been a very healing week.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, do want to speak to what you just said right. about Rainbow Bear Goddess, Brendan, for uh, yeah. no one to understand why I, I, I use the term goddess as I do. For those who don't know, Rainbow Warrior, uh, there's prophecies of Rainbow Warriors all over uh, various different indigenous cultures around the world about the people who would be born of the rainbow in all different colors, races, and creeds of all ages, and they would help bring back the old ways and new ways to heal Mother Earth and her children. And everyone ah. on this call is obviously a Rainbow Warrior. And I use the term goddess as in capital GOD then capital D E S S to honor the balance of divine masculine and feminine in equality in each every individual human being so whether you're incarnate as a male or a female
4: you are a goddess in my book <laughs> I want to say something that this this is really um really liking the uh the synchronicity here because I had never heard of a rainbow warrior until about 30 minutes before the show, somebody uh-huh. on Facebook posted a picture, and I think it was Bravin, uh, one of our local paradigm shifters, and I think he posted that. I'm che- I'm just checking it right now to confirm, but it's a picture of a Native American holding a paintbrush, and it's got from the tip of the paintbrush where you typically use the paint part, um, there's a rainbow going over his head like a like an arced rainbow. I gotta find this picture because it's it's awesome, and I had never heard of it until, like I said, half an hour before this started. So I'm very interested in checking that out.
1: Cool. Well, oh, there it is. Sorry, go Lisa, ahead. Let, let me let me ask you then i mean because i mean that's a big part about what this paradigm shift project is about you know like encouraging people to consider themselves shifters guardians rainbow warriors whatever that means to them what does it mean uh from your perspective and your experience to be a female rainbow warrior or female shifter well it's
7: it's something that it's when my ego was rampant would have probably liked to to attach to it because it meant, it felt like powerful to me. Um, but that's not how it came to me. It actually came through source and meditation. Um, and it sounds, I actually get interviewed a lot. And people ask me that the question, well, how, how did, how did you become a rainbow warrior goddess? And I didn't really become it. I was born that I believe. And I had to awaken to it. And contrary to what, um, our, you know, how our society dictates and feeds, ego mania, um, I actually had to nibble at it bit by bit and didn't use it even though spirit had told me to. For many, it, it took me a long time to step into it. Mm-hmm. And the becoming of one really, I believe, um, had to do with living through tremendous challenge and tragedy in order to find not only the inner strength, but the gifts that I found by being thrown in in those situations. So it was a very, I would call it an initiatory experience, Brendan. Mm-hmm. It would probably be the best. But um, I, I knew in my 20s that all the stuff that I had lived through even then, and I'm 48 now, um, but I don't, don't look it. <laughs> and I certainly don't act what most people would call 48 as far as we're told we're supposed to grow up. I refuse to grow up.
4: <laughs> grow up and bleh, boo, boo for growing
3: up. No.
2: Just keep um, it It's really refreshing. Yeah. It's but, really refreshing to hear perspective from, you know, a, a goddess who's 48 because I'm 20 and I'm just already amazed at everything that's happened. <laughs> I'm only mm-hmm. 20. so I know there's mm-hmm. so much more coming, so much more to learn, so much more to be. So yeah. much thank more you for fun being here.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll ask All this right. question to the I'll ask this question to the entire group. Uh whoever wants to take turns answering first. And we also have Jocelyn's here who's here with us too. Um but again, you know, like what do you feel some of your objectives are uh to be able to help assist in the shift in consciousness, to be a shifter, to be a rainbow warrior? What what are some of the what are some of the things that you are trying to bring more of into this reality? Or what do you feel your duty is? Um do
7: you mind if I go first? Go ahead, Lisa, yeah. Um for me, it's all about modeling It's about modeling speaking my truth, modeling integrity, modeling nurturing, nurturing and coming from unconditional love and not judge not being judgmental, uh, trying to see all sides. It's about literally being and walking the change I wish to see in the world. It's also about asking the tough questions and speaking the truth about things that no one wants to look at. Because mm-hmm. of all the cognitive dissonance, so for me, it's really about becoming who I am and not being afraid to take back my power and use it to transform this world with love and forgiveness,
4: yes,, yeah. and lots of nurturing <laughs> i didn't I didn't mean to yell that out but wow, yeah. that was that was <laughs> so good.
2: <laughs> no, express yourself. that's all that's what this is about.
4: There was totally a fist
1: in the air and everything for that one. <laughs> nice, cool. Passing it, passing it around. I definitely whatever. feel
4: like
5: um, the, the, the feminine. I, I feel like definitely the feminine hands and in, in things is to uh, is to bring about that self love. You know, like Brendan, you were talking about being a male and just allowing yourself to cry and how that's like a channel for you to move. That it moves energy. Um, for you and for me uh the masculine energy feels very it's the one that stands in the storm to protect right but a woman is like a bamboo you know a stick of bamboo it's very strong yet flexible it blows in the wind and it bends with change and right now there's so much change on this planet um that it that we have to feel from our heart we have to connect and, and and uh love um you know lisa like you were saying is the is the greatest transformer it's the greatest uniter and um whether whether we see things as separate or not as we're talking about the female and male influences out there um it's all one singularity and the one singularity that unites us all is love uh, and i really feel like that's that's the paradigm shift is moving into yes. that yes be love mm-hmm.
4: Heaven, yeah. yeah. Heaven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
7: Heaven, yeah. <laughs> no, hell, yeah, here. I would like, uh, I like yeah,
5: Brendan said earlier, he, he wanted to, before the call is over, he was saying, well, we might get into the the female perspectives on on sexual energy. I think that that would be a really cool subject to kind of open up to the circle of women that we have on the call here. Like, mm-hmm. um I don't know how. Like, Brendan, do you want to direct that at all, or I mean, like, yeah,
1: like quite quite simply. And um, we'll we'll do this topic, and then we'll uh, go into into community stuff, and then we'll bring Monica on, and then we'll try and get through a few other callers and then within the last half hour we're actually going to open up the lines to bring on a couple males who might just want to express their gratitude as well just for short periods of time for the males um but yeah like my basic question would just be like what is your relationship on between yourself and your sexual energy and what importance does that play within your own evolution (laughs) if that's <laughs> I think that I'd, like, I'd like to
4: say something for this one personally for, for myself. This is this is a weird topic, but I mean uh, I gotta get into it some sometime, sometime I guess. Um myself personally, uh I've noticed that in the last two years I have actually um cut out all sexuality from my life. I've become an asexual. And doing that I've been really focusing on learning who I am outside of that because Mm -hmm. from a very young age we were all taught you know sexuality it's it's all about sex everything's about sex 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 it's everywhere it sells everything from like socks to underwear to burgers you know like (laughs) everything's all about sex so it was constantly bombarded and I thought that was something that you know you have to do that because it's everywhere and everyone expects this from you and when I just said you know what I'm not going to focus on that anymore I want to find out who I am outside of that and I did and it's like this is this is completely new now because I'm I'm coming at this from a completely different angle than I would have like a couple of years ago so I'm able to Really look into myself and see who I am outside of the expectations that society has put on me as, you know, a walking vagina, basically. So, you know,
3: is- <laughs> that, that's, an
5: that's an interesting statement. You know, because when when I was growing up, um, and because uh, I'm I'm 25 now, so I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of starting out too, but. Um when I was younger like teenager the 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 media out there is so distorted that I would use my sexuality as a powerpoint like as a a control mechanism because men men out there they they already have the seeming like control and on an energy like perspective, I would twist kind of this i don't know inherent magic that we have as a woman to kind of channel and Connect with spirit to actually manipulate situations to what I wanted them to be, and um it's interesting that you said that 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 it, that, it, that it it pervades you know it's ideas starts somewhere and it's definitely it's all throughout our society and um I feel like now it's more so that I'm just more connected to myself as and like being a channel for like spirit to move through ever since I had my son because I have a six year old. And um, I feel like that was the most connected time that I've ever been to spirit because spirit is actually moving into your body to create new life, Mm. um, which is so powerful. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's really interesting uh, to me Mm -hmm. how women deal with this society as far as like se- because of the over-sexualization
3: you yeah
4: know? yeah it's, it's it's getting really ridiculous now so it's like it's a lot it's easier ridiculous. I think I, you know I mean it's getting even more ridiculous than it was when I was growing up I mean I'm 34 so that's like you know when I was Growing up, it was like 20 years ago, but it's like, even now it's so ridiculous that it's really, really easy to just be like, yeah, I'm done with all that weird business. Like what is wrong with people? You know, just like step back and be like, do you even notice how dumb you look? I don't know, it's just like, it's just, everyone's so focused on that, and they're not focused in on, like, realizing who they are, and what their power mm-hmm. is, and, and what kind of an awesome person that they are inside, it's all about, you know, what you got between your legs, who cares about plumbing, what's in your brain, like, <laughs> wh- what are you thinking of, I want to know that, rather than anything mm-hmm. else. I love yeah, you, sister, that's great. speaking my language here. Um, <laughs> For sure. Uh what I, and, and,
7: and there's no irony here, and this was not, this is a perfect synchronicity too for many reasons, but what what you just speak to is what I call the priestess phase. I've had many periods of withdrawing from sexual energy for various reasons. Sometimes it was after being a victim of sexual assault. Other times it was just wanting to go in and get in touch with my intuition. And another time it was, you know, I was a model. I was very attractive when I was younger and I had grown up in a very dysfunctional household um with an alcoholic father and a very narcissistic abusive asexual mother who um had my father's balls in a vice grip um his whole life with no nurturing energy whatsoever when i asked about boys i was called a whore and told that that's what my friends were for when i put fingernail polish on when i got into my mom's jewelry box in bedroom when i was like 11 my father smacked me and called me a prostitute um so i had some tremendous anti um female Uh, experiences, and then it didn't help, but by the time I was 15, I looked like I was 25 and literally could have been, yeah. No, I mean, I was sent out to be a supermodel, too. I was not, and I blew it off because I had no self-esteem. But um, anyway, uh, long story short, I call that priestess phase um, because we do have the power to take that energy and transform. It's actually ancient alchemical. Um, transformation and alchemy. I mean, even Christ and Magdalene are the most famous uh, Sacred Union participants, and it's about withholding the sexual energy and using it. Then you get into Tantra as well, but utilizing it for the power of creation. And there are higher levels of creation when you do not stick to the basal energies, you know, basically the, the lowest vibrational form of sex, which is all that's promoted in everywhere. It's not sex that we're sick of. What we're sick of is Connection and sexuality, where it has nothing to do with intimacy, as mm-hmm. you said, empowerment and love, self
4: love and love of others. Exactly. Yes. Petain, yes. Yes. I like. Pet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's something that you were you were saying. I'm not sure who it was that said it. I think it might have been Jocelyn who said it. Um, talking about um, uh, spirit coming into you and creating a new life when you're when you're pregnant. Um, yeah. I've yeah. noticed myself. Now, I've I've only been pregnant once. So, I, you know, I've only had one child. So this is, I wasn't really familiar with the feeling, but that feeling of when your child moves inside you, it's sort of like sort of like a rolling sleepy octopus sort of feeling, right? Um, I'm not sure. Like I <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. But it's like, it's like whoa, that feels like a, like an alien flapping around in there. Like, you're not really sure what to feel. But it's neat. And then you're like, that's weird, but it's also cool. I've actually had that feeling a couple of times in the last week. And I was freaking out because I'm like, wait a
3: minute.
4: <laughs> I haven't had any kind of sexual relations in two years. So what is up? Like, is there like an immaculate conception thing going on here? Like, what is this? um <laughs> But I think personally, because of where it's located, it's um my chakra has been out of whack for a long time. And that's my solar plexus chakra, exactly where that's happening. I think I'm starting to like open that up now. Like I'm I'm focusing on those things rather than like the the, the fear and the anxiety and the all the, the stresses of society's expectations of me and I'm letting go of those. But those were what I was focusing on, but I was, like, focusing on all the bad stuff. But I've decided, like, I, I, I kind of went backwards. <laughs> I started at my crown chakra and moved down, and that is where I am right now. But that, I think that's that spirit coming into you sort of thing kind of ties ties in with the feeling that I'm getting in my chakras, which is, like, it feels like motherhood, which is really strange for me. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how that all connects. What do you guys think? <laughs>
5: Yeah, I mean it it sounds like what you're what you're experiencing is uh I mean the it sounds like you're coming from your solar plexus because the solar plexus is like, "Oh, this is me. You know what I mean? What am I? Who am I to the world? Where what am I doing for the world? How am I looking to the Whoa. world?" And then you move down when when you start to do synergy in the womb and in in the in the sacral chakra, which is uh, the, for a lot of women, this is the womb space, this is the creation space. But it also involves actually merging in relationships because this is where we actually invite a man into to to be with us in an intimate way. And this is where we we stop from the solar plexus where we're igniting the diaphragm and kind of creating these boundaries. And this is who I am. And we kind of melt in the, into the symbiosis of... How do I connect with people? How do I create or co-create with people? And this is a beautiful thing that I think that women um, create is that soft womb nurturing space for um, creation and for people to be open. And I think that's what you're experiencing with yourself is now moving, like you said, down to um, to that unity space, which is in your womb.
4: Whoa. I really like
7: that, sister.
4: Um, Thank you, I that's also, that's actually very illuminating I'm um, going to have to process mm-hmm. that Yeah, it's very deep, was very profound um,
7: Another aspect is, I, I it's funny you ask this Because I'm, I'm not sure if, if you're aware, Brendan But I just started promoting a, work, a workshop I do It's called Get Your Goddess On And it's for men and women And it's about, a, specifically, I use sex in the picture to sell it but it has everything to do with the opposite effects. it's about eradicating guilt and shame around our sexuality that's imposed by our culture society religion our families Hollywood all of it and eradicating the reason there's a very good reason why sexuality has been sold the way it has um, aside from the powers that were that are following in all their pedophile behavior and satanic rituals of literally sexualizing all our children in the world because they're all pedophiles, um, completely it's about because that's where our greatest power lies as women. Uh, it's my personal experience and very good when you eradicate the guilt and shame. Not only do we get rid of all the the labels and things like slut and whore. That was created by some man somewhere long ago who felt simply, you know, the term vagina dentata, how men feel like they're falling, they're going to be eaten by the womb from which they were birthed, and literally about men who who actually were trying to condemn women for going after and fully exploring their sexuality as much as they were. And they felt threatened, you know, men, men feel that they're the ones who have to go and seek the women, but when woman can have whatever she wants, then... It, it kind of throws the ball game completely in a whole different thing, and more than about having sexuality, it's about loving yourself. And what we are is conscious co-creator gods, and we create all different kinds of things. Just one of them is another human being. And when you retain that energy and in practice at the sacred union level, we can literally create universes and heal this world. That's what it's about. it's about honoring the divine masculine and feminine in your lover, and it's sacred and and the and doing it with other more than one person. It's not about who you do it with or how many it's the quality of how you do it and when, and that you honor yourself and what you want and you desire and not harm another in the process and it's about self empowerment it's quality in all of your relationships it's life force it's not separate from it it's who I, we are.
5: I, I want men to uh, to kind of come to the realization like women do because women have an intimate connection with their female parts. We do. We, I mean, right off the bat, you know, we have our menstruation. We have our, you know, you you cannot be separate from the movements. All of our emotions tie through the ovaries. I mean, it is a very. Uh, I mean, and I guess it is for men and always checking size and how much is coming out <laughs> and whatever. I also wish that. More would realize that um that what they have is like a magic wand and if and if you are, if you are yielding your sword with all of its glory then then you are going to to just transform and rocket into this like unknown space and and creator space that woman offers for you to go cuz we're like this open channel to Spirit. And they're coming in, you know, most, most men don't even know so they're, <laughs> they're not even equipped, you know, to, to know what they're going into. But if they would just be conscious, I think as a, as a woman speaking to men out there, if they would just be conscious of what they're actually yielding downstairs, man, we could transform this world so fast. We really could if it was yielded with a conscious heart.
3: Mm-hmm. That's,
5: that's their heart tip. You know what I mean? Like,
3: yeah,
5: and Anyway, sorry. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Sorry, that's, if there's more, Good. please continue, Jocelyn. Though I'll jump in if not. So. Okay, yeah, that was right. that
5: was pretty much it. I mean, I just wanted to get yeah. that out. <laughs> For sure. no, well, that's... I'll just hang on to what you just said,
7: Jocelyn, before you come in, Brendan, so that Go we ahead. can then have yep. a masculine review. Um, I really loved what she said, and it is a magic wand. And it's it's a magic wand can be used for beauty and creation, or it can be used for destruction. And we've had enough of the destruction. I, as a woman, I thoroughly explored my sexuality as well as being with women and things like that. And after uh, 10, 15 years of kind of playing it both ways and then strictly just being with women for a very brief period of time, I actually am completely heterosexual and comfortable with that and know that that's what I desire the most. And as a woman, wanting a man we love do you know how much how amazing it is to be able to surrender to a male to be a very strong (laughs) woman and want to give and be vulnerable and allow yourself to completely surrender and serve there is we love to be penetrated we exist to be there's nothing more that fills us up more than to surrender that inner Someone said in the chat earlier that women were soft on the outside and hard on the inside and men were hard on the outside and soft on the mm-hmm. inside. There's nothing better than to surrender that that strength. We get the same energy that gives us the power to go through pregnancy and childbirth. We love to be able to surrender and just be in nurture mm-hmm. in love. When, and love. When we're off to that safe space, oh, that gives me such chills, yes. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah
7: but it has to be a man wanting to please me not a man wanting to like <clears throat> ride me like a jackrabbit you know? <laughs> definitely,
2: definitely. Oh the God. man has to earn it he has to earn yeah. that that place he has to earn that sacred space you know he you- has to to show you that he could be trusted <laughs> before he you just let him all up in there
4: <laughs> I love how you said that. It's hilarious, but yeah, that, I agree with that. That's totally true. And what you um, said before about um, letting go and surrendering—that is, that is also a thing that like I agree with. I mean, I haven't wanted to do any of that for a long time, so it's not like at the forefront of my mind. But definitely resonated. That's something that I remember um, saying that. Yeah, that's that's a really cool thing cool and um, also
2: when you connect with someone you're you know you're exchanging energy too for sure like it, it is an open channel and so i feel like you know women also have the right to choose who they exchange that energy with because you're you're getting as much as you're putting out and, and you're when you're on people's patterns too and it's very subtle that you'll notice like if you have a partner you take on your partner's patterns if you're, you know, engaging in the sacred act.
4: When when your choice is removed from uh, that specific type of interaction, it really can damage you quite a lot. Um, Mostly when people tell you what it is that you're supposed to feel or they blame you or they say things to you that are like, oh, well, you know, you you must have wanted it but changed your mind afterwards. And it's just like, you have just completely invalidated my existence as a human person who is in charge of their own life and and can, like, you know, accept that that that's their life. It's not, you just took out all of our choices. You're like, oh, well, no, you're completely invalidated because this is what I believe you should be doing right now. So to have that... That union with somebody who you connect with mentally, spiritually, and physically—like that's that is a huge thing. It is a huge deal. I agree. There's there's so many ways that people can abuse that. So a lot of people that I know and myself included, you you protect yourself from stuff like that by just completely avoiding it. And it was hard at first. I was just like, you know, this it sucks, but I'm just gonna avoid people for a while, and then it just turned into, well, since I'm avoiding people, the only person that I have to examine is myself. So who am I? And you know, it, it 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 changed things. But talking to you guys and hearing you you talk about all of the different things that I like, I haven't thought about these things for years, and so now I'm like, hmm, how does that relate to my life now? I'm really digging this.
1: For sure. Cool. Well, thank you so so much to all you. Was there something? I obviously there's more to be said. <laughs> was there someone else who wanted to say something right now?
7: Yeah, there's and, just one more piece about sexuality. Since talking about yeah. the energies, it, it really needs to complete the full volume because you know, primarily till now, we've been separated and dualistic, whatever, and mentality around even our femininity and it's the Madonna and the whore. And while wow, Every, we're talking about energy and the exchange of energy. It is very important that, you know, you're not just exchanging energy with people, you're exchanging a lot more. And, you know, I have been very, gone through various different phases of my life and my sexuality where, you know, I was like a guy and I'm like, don't let the turnstile hit you on the
3: ass. <laughs> when <you're going> out.
7: <laughs> and at other times I was, you know, when I'm in a relationship, I'm a very one person kind of girl. And over the last couple of years, I started to explore more polyamory, but not the way it's being promoted so much—worth having many lovers all at once, just having no ownership of someone. And the the key piece that we're that, that's left out is while I honor the um, not needing to go and literally, you know, have sex with anyone that that comes around, uh, there is definitely a, a call for discernment. At the same time, a part of what's left out of What a a woman can and be is is not only does the Madonna and the whore have to come together, but it's the sacred prostitute. And the story of the sacred prostitute was back in, you know, more ancient times, there was a woman who was like a priestess, who was the sacred prostitute of a community, and she still wouldn't necessarily receive everyone. But what she did was someone with men who wanted to learn the art of making love to a woman, who wanted to learn how to touch her and how to treat her nicely. And at the same time, she had very powerful healing energies to heal men who had lowered themselves and lost their divine knighthood, shall we say, about being valiant and in teaching women how to be and she was so strong that she could shift and heal them into being an appropriate lover once again through healing and generally those type of men are victims of the whole last generation my mother and and probably my mother's like the youngest and, and earlier women were were cut off from their sexuality with the only thing they had and they resented it i mean i can't even tell you how many women i've spoken to who are 50 or older who've never had an orgasm who are mothers and grandmothers. No woman should ever have to go through labor without ever having had an orgasm, never mind a soulgasm and what the, the kind of experience which is nothing. All a real soulgasm is, is is being in touch with and feeling the energy of what it is to be the ultimate source of all creation. And remember that for just one moment. Mm-hmm. And it's a physical situation. So that is the last piece I had to throw in there. Brendan, cool. please, let's have... Masculine feet.
3: <laughs> yes. Well,
1: it's, I, I, there is something that comes to mind uh, with what you're talking about. and it's just, it, it goes back to this idea of guardianship for me. That's something that I can compare it to. The idea of working towards birthing something into this reality. In, in the case of the females here, you're literally talking about birthing a child, birthing a new vehicle, a vessel, a soul in, into this incarnation, into this reality, which is amazing. And at the same time as males, we're learning about the idea of what it means to birth uh intention into this reality and 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 for me. I mean, this paradigm shift project is my baby. This is something that has literally come out of me and brought in, and has been brought into this world, and is still something that I continue to carry. It's still something that I continue to nurture, and it's still something that I continue to love. And and there is like an identity to it. So, I mean, for any of the males and females, consider that about like how the female, the the female perspective and energy sort of brings back the idea of that personal guardianship of what it is that you're creating what it is that you are practicing so I mean you know like you could be like birthing like a, like a, a new song it could be like a project that you're working on it could be the intention towards developing a relationship with someone else uh, it could be it could be birthing more willpower within yourself it could be birthing a, a better relationship between you and your dreams again the mother uh, the female archetype is this idea that like out of one thing comes another and and the guardian is is the the again it is a, it is a male female thing, but it is the idea of making sure that we continue to care for it, opposed to just um, letting it go too early. We want to carry it with us up to a point, and then let it go when we need to. You know, like the same way that a mother will raise a child, and and the, and there's a difference between this goes for everything. There's a difference between holding on to something and holding something. So again, you know, like with an open hand, with it raised towards, open towards the sun, in in that sense, you know, and and, and just in the same way, like I said, when you're raising a child, at some point, a mother will have to let go. But it's not this idea of like letting go as if it's just like, oh, I'm losing something, but it's like letting go and the bird flies out of your hand in that case because your grip was no longer keeping it there. So, I mean, and through that, the bird Fulfills, fulfills its destiny. It it, it flies and it, and, it, and it you know it finds the majestic nature of experiencing reality in flight, um, metaphorically and literally for us as well. So I mean that's just something that I want to share and. I will say, I'm really enjoying this episode. There's a lot of wonderful females that we have on the show right now, and uh, given the opportunity of this space, I would be more than happy to continue this beyond the actual Two Limit uh, live broadcast, and we can continue into the recording. So for anybody who's still around for that, we'll just let the conversation go. And again, for everybody who's listening to this live, you will be able to hear the additional content that we record afterwards, and through the same link, you'll be able to find it. So you'll only get to two hours, but check back again. Again, in an hour, and there will be a bonus hour there for you. And again, please continue to share the show with your friends. So I do want to get into some community stuff. And and what I actually wanted to do first uh, was just just to ask you guys a question. And we'll try to get through this as quick as possible just to keep time frame in in touch. Um, But um, I'm going to relate this to the Paradigm Shift Project. But I wanted to be able to ask the female perspective on what your thoughts are about the idea of asking for help and you can sort of, like, look at that from whatever whatever way that means to you, but what are your perspectives on asking for help from from the female side of things? How How is that, how is it beneficial? Um, just uh, anything that you want to share related to that, how you feel about it. Maybe Zoe first, because we haven't heard too much from her compared to everyone else, so.
3: Or whoever.
2: Well, I think that surrender is one of the greatest strengths a woman has um, whether it be surrendering you know into childbirth or surrendering to a, a situation you know there's great strength in being able to say okay i'm letting go and maybe admitting to herself okay maybe i'm not ready for this or i'm not strong enough for this at this moment And that's where you can connect to the goddess, not just as something to empower you, but as something to sort of ease you, because the goddess is this womb space. It is this peace and um, healing energy. And if you say to goddess or to spirit, um, you know, I need help. I feel overwhelmed. I can't handle something. The spirit will respond. It will respond to
4: you. <laughs>
3: mhm. Cool.
4: I, I'd like to say something about that. Go too. Ahead. Um talking about asking for help. Um when I was when my son was 5, uh I went through a lot of uh a lot of issues and I was feeling very overwhelmed and um asking for help up until that point seemed to me as a, a signal of weakness that I should have you know, been able to do this on my own and not have to ask people to help me because I'm supposed to be this strong person, strong single mom who can do it on her own because like, that's what everyone expected me to do. And I put that expectation on myself. Um, nobody had ever said to me, you know, you're supposed to do this by yourself. You're supposed to do this all alone. And when I got to the point that I was breaking down and I realized I do need help, everyone said to me, we support you. We will help you. Thank you for asking for help because a lot of people wouldn't because we are all basically expected to do it on our own. You know, like there's, there's a lot of expectations that if you take something on, you chose to have a baby. That means you have to take it on yourself and be strong and, and do it all yourself. And there's that expectation that if you screw up, you're screwing up like an entire human life. So there's a huge amount of pressure on you. But asking for help is actually one of the very best things that you can do. Learning to ask people for help saying, I don't know what I'm doing and I need someone's guidance in this. If you ask the goddess for help, if you ask your mom for help, if you ask children's aid for help, you asking somebody and reaching out and saying, you know, I'm I can't be alone in this. Can you help me? It's a hugely empowering thing too, it goes mm-hmm. back to that. Because being able to admit that you don't have all the answers but you are looking for them is is definitely something that can make you feel a lot stronger and know who you are a lot better. Mm-hmm. It
2: the self honesty too, you know yeah. because if if you're honest with yourself and and say, okay, maybe I don't know this. You let yourself create an open space for something else to come in for for you to learn. If you you know try and convince yourself that you know it all, then you're closing yourself off to the vast possibilities of what you can experience.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. To me, it is it's not natural actually to not ask for help. The only times that we have ever gone without any help has been males on their spirit journey in ancient times. They say, hey, you want to earn your manhood? Here you go. Go out into the wilderness and you do it all on your own. In what ancient times do we ever see anyone (laughs) doing it alone? We don't. We do not. But these days, we do not have a typical tribe. You maybe have your family, some friends that you've met along the way. But in the same sense, we don't have that tie that this is my tribe. These are the people that I was born alongside. This is the land that I was raised on, right? Because we move around so much. So it is actually unnatural for us to not ask help, to not... Unite with people, and to not help one another.
3: For sure, cool. And I have Lisa was here and
5: all of it. Yeah. Oh, oh,
3: sorry.
5: No, no, <laughs> um. All
7: I want to say is just, I am really, really. Lo- I-, I love it when when I'm listening to or 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 able to participate in your show, Brendan. The gathering of crystals and third wave indigos here is just amazing. And I'd much rather be with most people 30 and under and children than the majority of people in the world. Otherwise, <laughs> I I hold up because uh, another thing when we were talking about the sexuality, the majority of people, I mean, even people my age, the majority of people my age, not everyone, thank God it. But um, a lot of them have given up on life. They've closed their heart. They start coming from fear. And they have no life force. Everything is work and energy, including sex or making love. I mean, I, I generally don't date men anywhere near my age. Um, not just because uh, of age thing and I, I I tend to look a good ten ten or ten or fifteen years younger than I do than I am as well. But um it has to do with you know I, I I don't when I want to be intimate with someone I want it to come from this loving space, not that it's a chore. And mm-hmm. the Nobody wants here, to be
4: a chore. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I know. My, if you ever talk to my mother or many of the women from her generation, sex was a chore that women had to put up with so they had a roof over their head. It never had anything to do with pleasure. That was only in the movies. <laughs> and I, I come from i Even I come from a small island on the east coast called Martha's Vineyard, and the majority of that whole population is like that. And they they dress, it, it's so they can dress up and put on clothes and go out and be this thing be put like you know shown like a trophy and they're not their own person and, and sex with a chore but what i was saying about it is the people here the kids i i love listening to this 20 to 30 something group that mm-hmm. has so much hope so much wisdom you're all old souls and it's so filled so my heart to be able to sit here and not even need to say a word because you guys are saying everything i would say anyway that is just it's just hope for the future. You no. Know, and I love I like cool. to be my whole thing when I left Marshall's Union was I was done it's gonna be the last bastion that ever awakens because they they serve the point oh oh one percent there and they all make their living by it and will never try to change any of it because they're immune to a lot of the problems going on in the rest of the world other than the increase in rent and food and gas. But um anyway, uh that the whole thing was to be around people that I wanted to, I talk a lot. I'm very verbose. That's another feminine trait. (laughs) Um, I know that feels. Yeah. I wanted to be around people. And and also why I started my radio show uh, that I, that were so interesting that I wanted to shut up and listen to what they had to say. And I really feel like I found that. And not only here, but in other places, but I, I just, this show is just awesome and you're doing amazing things and, your paradigm shifts all over and it's, you know what, let's take back our power, let's get in touch with our sexuality and if that is choosing to stand away from it, away from or stand back from it to either have more energy to raise a child or to create something beautiful to add to the world whatever, follow your heart and follow mm-hmm. yourself right here, right now, these <laughs> these conversations in your shows are changing and so are there vulnerability absolutely some of our greatest power lies in our vulnerability and capacity to, just like both of the women already eloquently said, I just wanted to reiterate Mm -hmm. it because heaven yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And and thank you, Jocelyn and and Shia and Zoe and, and everyone, the females and males who are listening to this show. Uh, We only got about 15 minutes left in the live broadcast, Uh, but like I said, we're going to continue this conversation. There's quite a few people in the queue who I'd love to be able to get on, and for everyone who'd like to stay on afterwards, we will. And um, what I would like to do right now is a very exciting part of the show, is I want to be able to remind people that they have an opportunity to be able to help win some shift buttons within the free community draw that we do within each episode. So for those of you who are regular listeners to the show, please, this is your chance to send a message to facebook.com slash Paradigm Shift Radio on Facebook. Let us know that you're listening to the show and we will put you in the draw for the shift buttons. And these are consciousness shifting tools that anyone listening can use to be able to help create conscious community where they are. They're very creative uh, again, one of my children, one of my many fractal offspring from the the bigger project that is ParadigmShiftCentral.com, and each button has a consciousness-shifting image on it, and as well as a website for ParadigmShiftCentral.com that will link people back into this show and even hear this episode and to be able to help be a part of the Paradigm Shift community and also get inspired and learn about ways to create physical Paradigm Shift communities where they are as well, which again, if everyone listening to this show became a Paradigm Shift community admin what would that look like? That is ultimately a big part about what the social experiment is. It is a social experiment. It's creating, it it is unfolding as we speak and it it is unfolding through your actions from what you take beyond this show in terms of connecting with people where you are and building the tribe. So going back so again, send the message to facebook.com slash paradigmshiftradio to enter the draw. We'll do that before the end of the episode. And also, you can order those at any time at paradigmshiftcentral.com forward slash buttons. Now, going back to what I was talking about before, this idea of asking for help, this is something that I've had difficulty sort of like being able to process and stuff like that and I think a lot of males do this idea of asking for help and everything but related to the paradigm shift project and related to what I was talking about earlier the fact that this is uh, my child so to speak that I've brought into this world is an idea that I've felt called to do it is my destiny in some way or another as each we all have our own destiny and what I am doing now as I literally let me just like take a breath. Like asking the universe for help is what I'm doing. Because this goes back to my my understanding and, and also the thought process of being able to ask not what you can get, but what you can give. And that is ultimately what I'm asking. I am asking what is it that I can give? And the idea is is that Through you being able to take part in that cycle, it helps amplify this ability for the entire project to to evolve. And so basically, long story short, what I'm asking for is for people to be able to contribute to this episode with the awesome incentive that anyone who contributes, and and this this is the ideal goal of it, is that the idea that if we get a lot of people contributing here and there, then it really brings the community into a new level of fruition, including the idea of even investing in a Paradigm Shift mobile app, which we'll be able to log in from from anywhere in the world, and you'll be able to have a digital map on your mobile phone that will tell you which shifters are in which geographical location as you're traveling around, and it will have all the communities listed, and you'll be able to say, like, hey, I'm going to a town I've never been to. Are there any shifters here? Check the mobile app. Oh, there are. They have meetings. Every this day. And then you go and you sync up with them. And that is some next level stuff. So the idea is this is let me explain it. This is my way of being able to perceive how this can work quite effectively is the idea of if every person Theoretically, if every person who listened to this show donated $1, that would be amazing. That is something that can happen. And also, with the incentive that right now I want to be able to help provide those donators with an early viewing access to Journey to Lucidity 2. And that's something that hasn't officially been released yet, but this is basically a pay-what-you-can method, so to speak, and being able to support the project, and you get to watch Journey to Lucidity 2. And again, for those who may be new to the show... I'm a filmmaker who has been documenting the ongoing shift in consciousness since I was about 20 years old. Now I'm 27 years old. We've literally been doing it for that long. And Through the ParadigmShiftCentral.com website, you will see the story of what this project started as and what it has grown into up to the point where you are involved right now and you have the opportunity to be able to contribute to it. So You're going to find over 400 YouTube uploads, all of the past Paradigm Shift episodes on the past, and your help is being able to help support in a very very male explanation, logical side, is being able to support the production that goes into this show. The time that is involved in crystallizing things from the ether into the digital and the physical that is related to this project. So again, asking the universe for every person here to be able to take into themselves the opportunity to contribute to this project when they are able to and the also idea that they can contribute either just once off or ideally to contribute to sign up as a monthly contributor for two dollars a month or more or whatever works for you four dollars a month if it works for you so through that like that is a quick way to raise money and also this is going back to me caring for my child In order for this project to be able to come into full fruition, I have to be able to say this to you. Because if I don't then we won't get enough donators and I won't be able to do it in the same way and also the idea that this is also this is a big thing this is the important thing this is also being able to help support the creation of Journey to Lucidity 3 and that's a big thing that is again if you go onto the website you can find Journey to Lucidity 1 already online you can experience that that's one of the most recent consciousness shifting films that's already available and if you contribute through the main website you'll be able to get Journey to Lucidity 2 early access and so to end this off If you go to ParadigmShiftCentral.com forward slash donate, you can find the donate button there or just the main link on the website and you can find it in the top left corner. It's really easy to find. It's accessible. And that's
3: pretty much,
1: again, like even saying that, like it's hard for me to say that because I know there's this idea that people hearing that are going to be like resistant and be like, oh, he's just asking for money again or something like that. But it's like it 's not money it 's energy and and, and i 'm not asking for anything i 'm inviting you to be able to help take part in the co creation anything that you can anything that you can put forth to this is a gift, and like that is literally the way I see it and I will keep drudging on i I will keep doing this, but through your contributions you 're really helping this baby grow and as it grows we grow and as we grow the potential grows and that's the exciting thing so again I'm asking you to kindly help me co-create the potential of this dream together and to be able to help assist in the fruition of Journey to Lucidity 3 which is coming up in two months so I have two months to raise about like three thousand dollars give or take because I gotta get some new camera gear so that's my reality right now is raising about three thousand dollars between now and April So that is what I'm working with and that's what I'm putting out there for the universe and that is what I am humbly asking for help with. So stay tuned and find out more about how you can get involved with that and much love and gratitude to everyone. So again, on average, the show has like over like 400, 500 listeners. If each one donated $1, that's simple math, and again, that money isn't just for paying for me to do stuff, but it's going back into the project. It results in more free shift buttons. It results in the mobile app. It results in all sorts of awesome stuff. So thank you guys. And uh, uh, females, um, did that? How did that? How did that sound? I mean, do you guys? Do you guys hear where I'm coming from? Just trying to be that a guardian idea. here.
7: Yeah. So. You did that eloquently, Brendan. Okay. Actually, because it's also. One of the hardest things that I, I'm a service person and I always give away the shirt on my back to the point where I was literally arrested without a t-shirt. So you got to keep one on so you, you don't get arrested for being topless. Layers.
4: Someone, layers, yes. layers, lady. You need uh-huh. layers. <laughs>
3: exactly.
7: Keep one for someone else who comes along and then finally was able to start asking to have my needs met. And it, mm-hmm. it's very important that we ask for help. And that was yeah. beautiful. And everyone oh, supports this amazing man. He's an amazing filmmaker. He's an amazing change agent and rainbow warrior. Everyone on this call is actually, and but he's he's definitely dedicated um, his whole life to this whole process. And I'm t- I, I I adore you, Brendan. I really do.
3: Thank you.
4: You are doing an awesome job, and I love you. Yep, love oh. you tons and tons and tons thanks, and tons. <laughs>
1: Thanks, team. Yeah, Brendan,
4: you always
5: always come from your heart space, and I love that. I love watching all of your posts and how you're just out there trying to connect people and doing a wonderful job at it. So
2: thank you for what you do.
3: Thank you, guys.
2: You're very, very, very inspiring. I mean, you've inspired me to grow so much. So thank you. We're gonna make we him cry. Definitely love.
1: So much love. So much feminine love. Oh man, I'm just basking in it. No, thanks, guys. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's good. It's we're in this all together, and and thank you, thank you as well.
3: So, receive <sighs> it. Okay. Yeah, I'm open
1: to receive the gifts from the universe. I'm open to. Re- I am. I am of service. Um oh, I'm again, like, I am really excited for you guys to see Journey to Lucidity Two. Like i I just finished the final version of the edit and like it's crisp. And it really brings in Woo-hoo. some key things, so again, for anybody who wants to see that, donate through the main website. But you don't even, in addition to donating, you can also get shift buttons, which is another awesome way to contribute. So check that out at the main website. And uh, we only got five minutes left in the show, so what I'm actually Wait, thinking... free and, hug shirts, too. Those
3: are awesome.
1: The shirts, yeah, the free hug shirts, I'll be honest, like the free hug shirts, um, I only get a small portion of the money that you put into that, but yes, if you want them, get them. Uh, but understand that if it costs like $22 i get about 10 or nine dollars nine dollars from that just as That's a heads okay. up so if you want like um to donate donate then yeah and get like straight up putting this out there i have been working on manifesting a philanthropist for a while so honestly like if you're someone out there who just happens to have an extra thousand dollars floating around feel free to like put it towards this project and i guarantee you like it will friggin turn into some awesome stuff And like, that is like what I'm working on. So yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay. Now with only four minutes left in the show, what I'd like to do, I'd actually like to be able to bring on all the callers who are in the queue uh, to be able to join us here. And I know that's a lot of callers. There's Five callers in the queue, but we're going to try doing this, and then you guys are welcome to stick around afterwards uh, as we continue the recording beyond the live broadcast. So, for everyone who is listening to this live, again, you can check out the full recording once uh, in the future once we're done the post recording, and you'll be able to find like the full two and a half hours or full three hours, however ends up however long it ends up going. And um, as a result of that, the after-party may be postponed for a bit, but I might be able to post it up. But you can find the Google after-party hangout at Facebook.com slash Paradigm Shift Radio or join us again for future episodes next week. And this week's winner for the shift buttons are, so again, this is a part of the show. This is the idea that the more you give, the more you get. And I'm, uh, yes, like this is, <laughs> I, okay, I don't... <laughs> I'm trying not to say certain things because I don't want to accidentally manifest it but like reality is is that like yes um I, what I was what I was trying to say uh is the idea that like uh I don't I shouldn't be spending um money on giving away like sh- free shift buttons technically just yet but I have faith uh, that people are going to donate after hearing this show after after doing that so we're going to we're going to it's happening it's happening so this week's winner for the shift button <laughs> This week's winner for the shift buttons are Mark Taylor. So congratulations to Mark Taylor. You're going to get a batch of shift buttons from the uh, support that is created through this community project, and you'll be able to shift consciousness where you are and wear them and sport them and share them with friends and leave them places, and people will pick up so that is where we're at and for everyone who's in the queue uh i'm getting told that we only have 90 seconds so i'm going to bring everybody on so i'm going to bring on bryce i'm going to bring on noah nobody talked just yet just be quiet for one second everyone i'm going to bring on jessica i'm going to bring on caller from area code 847 and again just no talking for a second guys and i'm going to bring on caller from area code 508 580 which is actually last week He's got the guitar
3: playing <laughs> Oh, sorry, that was my radio I, to, I was reaching over to turn it off right as that was coming
1: on, bro This <laughs> okay. is an okay. excellent so, you know, episode I've been listening since the start, though How's everybody well, doing? Oh, great, man so I will say, guys, we only got 60 seconds left in the live broadcast of the show. So I just want to officially once again say thank you so much to everyone who's been tuned into this live. Find the full recording afterwards. Share this episode with your friends. Check out more at ParadigmShiftCentral.com. and enjoy don't
3: the come from the YouTube. garden.
1: Donate to be able to get the again. And, of course, I'll everyone hang out. Join me in saying farewell to the Internet. So Jimmy, you can stick around. We're going to keep reporting. So everyone who's, the- who's in the air okay. right now. Join me in saying farewell to the Internet, and we'll see them next week. So thanks again, Internet. We love you.
3: Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace. May you dwell (laughs) in peace.
1: (laughs) For everyone the live chat, post your Facebook links now. I, that's the last thing post your Facebook um, links, to everyone guy. in the live chat and you'll be able to connect so going into the live chat alright Jimmy Jackson on Facebook I don't have <laughs> live chat I'm using my phone alright okay well now that we're the official recording of the show let's go so we can catch our breath and we're gonna just uh, take a moment here and check who we got with us on the air so right now uh, let's just do a roll call Zoe are you there
5: yes hello Zoe
1: is okay Lisa are you there Yes. Okay, cool. Jocelyn, Jocelyn's still here?
5: I'm still here.
1: Jaya is here?
4: Of course.
1: Okay, cool. And (laughs) in addition to that, we have some new friends. Caller from area code 847. Please uh, say hello.
3: Hello. Oh, that's that. that? (laughs) It's Monica, yep.
1: (laughs) Hi, Monica. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Okay. And caller from air code 580 is Jimmy Jackson. Jimmy, say hello oh. to the internet.
8: Hello, internet.
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, caller from air code um, 518, did we, wait, did we already figure out, who, who's caller from air code 518? Did we figure that out yet? I think that's the one who we don't know. I don't know. Call is Bryce, or, there? Uh, Bryce is here. I'm going to get to him in a second. Oh,
3: <laughs>
1: okay, caller from air code 518, please introduce yourself. Caller from air code five one eight. If you're there, please introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, us. wait, wait.
2: Is that, is is that, that, that f- someone else from five one eight? No.
1: No.
3: I... Yeah, see, I, no, I'm, sorry. I'm from
1: five eight zero. Okay, that's Zoe, of course. I figured that out. Um. Okay, and we also have a, we have a caller from air code three one six who's actually in the queue, and I'm going to bring them on as well since they're looking to be brought on. So we're going to do that. So caller from air code three one six, we're going to add you into this conversation. Hello, hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. Hello, caller. Please. Welcome. You're welcome. Please introduce yourself. Who are we speaking to? Uh, my
6: name is Gaia, and I'm from Kansas. And I happened to see something on Instagram, and I clicked on it, and I'm so happy I did. And I was interested enough to want to hang out for the convo after your recording.
3: So thank you.
1: Well, thank you for being here. And shout out to everyone who found this through Instagram. Like the post is kind of getting out there right now. My buddy from Awakened Consciousness on. Yes. Uh, Collective Consciousness, he posted it up to me and shout out to him because that's probably, yeah, a lot of people heard it through there. So yeah, that's where that's you heard exactly it?
4: exactly where i you.
1: Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you to thank you my
4: Instagram.
1: Anxiety. Yeah, Lighting Instagram. Up your face
4: all night. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> we posted the promo image. Like, he posted it up there and, like, it's been up for 37 minutes and it's already got, like, 300 likes. Yeah. So that's pretty wow. good. So, awesome. and that's the wow. Stuff that we get up like those graphics, like I specifically designed those to get shared through Instagram. So I'm glad to see they're working. And they also got the um. Some people know that in the graphic for the episode, uh, that's a a picture from Evangelion. uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, giant ray. Oh,
4: that's how you pronounce Uh, it. Okay, now I know. (laughs) I just got a
1: message from my friend Annabelle Hunt. Humble. It says, "Indeed, the Earth is in awakening. That is true. Cool. All right. Okay." Now, um, we also have a couple other callers who are in the queue with us, and uh, one of those other callers is actually Jessica Starshine. So, Jessica, please say hello. Hello.
3: Yay. Hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey.
1: Cool. Welcome, Jessica. Hello. And, uh, if you want to move yourself a little you bit, Mike.
3: You can
1: cry all you want. It's what you need to do right now. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, uh-oh. What's? What, I don't, was oh, a mom like, voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That going on. <laughs> We got some female action in action going on <laughs> off on the side. Um, so, Jessica, do you want to just say say hello again? I just need to check your audio. Hello. It's
3: not a normal week. Yeah, it sounds so like you you're kind of far away. So, I am. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. Here. Okay. I just muted Lisa. Was that coming from Lisa then? I think it was. Okay. all How many voice? Voice. Okay. All right, now that we got um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 people in the show at once. This is literally just a paradigm shift uh, circle. And uh, for those of you curious, uh, we've only introduced uh, nine other of them, other than including myself, um, meaning that there's one more person to introduce. And uh, does anyone want to take a guess at at who the other person is? Um, Maybe Zoe wants to guess. Zoe, do you want to guess who (laughs) it is?
2: Uh, Bryce or Noah, one,
1: oh,
8: or I didn't, one I didn't, of them. Oh, I, didn't do, I didn't introduce <laughs> Bryce.
1: Okay, Bryce, say hello first. <laughs>
8: okay, <Que> pasa.
3: <laughs> <Hola>.
8: <laughs>
1: hey, Bryce. Welcome to Fairlight Fair. Good to hear you, man. What up? <laughs> oh. Okay, and then, then okay, now there's one more person here we haven't introduced. Um, the uh, mystery caller, say hello. Wow.
3: Wow. <laughs> wow,
9: what a trippy thing. <laughs> Hi, my holy friends. I have not spoken to so many of you in so long. Bryce, oh. Monica. Oh, uh, I so such uh a guys, I shall right you right back. <laughs> Beautiful. Who is that? Well,
1: this is this is a good buddy Noah. He's uh he's been a part of the oh. Paradigm Shift London community back when he was here and then he like traveled. He's from Israel, and then he traveled to Israel, and he was, like, there all summer, and now he's back in Toronto. So I haven't seen him in, like, a while. So welcome back, Noah. It's good to hear you, man.
9: Thank you, brother.
2: Awesome. I've barely talked to Noah since, like, <sighs> forever
9: since he left
2: to Israel. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, guys, you want to hear about
8: adventures? This is ridiculous.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> we,
3: all, we all
8: miss you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is
1: like a huge, like hangout reunion thing going on here. So again, keeping in mind everyone that this is, this is um right now we're not live, but we're still being recorded and just a mat like uh, we're live somewhere you know, in some way or another. We're alive at the start. So we're going to just flow through with this uh, as best as we can, realizing that this is the most people we've ever had on a digital conversation circle at one time. But this is like a, literally like in the Paradigm Shift communities in London, no has been to ones where we've had like over 35 people in a room having open-minded discussions. So like this is cool to see it at these numbers too. So... What I would like to do at this point, um, I want to check with the females first. I want the females to sort of uh, – I'm I'm curious to ask them because, you know, when we were talking about the males and the females and stuff, a lot of people, um, even as culture, will say like, oh, like males are just like – males are just kind of like they just want to like be egotistical and they only think with their dick and they're just, like, really tough and everything like that. And, I mean, like, there's part of that, but there's, there's lots more to the males than just that. And I'm curious, from the perspective of the females, um, what is it that you appreciate about males? And there's some extra hum going on, and I really am not sure where the hum is coming from, um, but I'm going to try and figure it out. So if I mute you in the meantime, don't take it personally, but whoever's talking, please, uh, just whoever wants to talk first, someone just let me know.
5: Well, I can't see um, your are putting it
1: up. So.
5: this is this is Jocelyn. Okay, go ahead, Jocelyn. And um, <laughs> I got uh, well. First of all, my I grew up around males in general, and they were always doing crazy, outlandish things, <laughs> and um, I always I always appreciated that, hmm. which was how um, bold males are, and um, how they offer the space to, to, um, like step outside of comfort and, and like that introverted space. And a lot of times males will just, you know, they'll say it like how it is and things like that. And, um, I I think I learned to be very outspoken from being surrounded uh with males the majority of my life when I was younger. And then, um, when I got older, I, I, um, I got pregnant whenever I was 18 and, um, I was a single mom probably for about a year. And then um, from that point on, I've been pretty much taken care of um, by, uh, like, just a male. Like, so the the space that I've been offered by the male, the, the masculine energy has been very, like, typical, um, kind of heroic, um, like saved the damsel in distress kind of feeling, very protected. um, And I really, really appreciate that. And now it's more moving into like the male, female synergy to where it's like, there's two people, but, but it's like allowing the to be, like, who I am as a woman and then just respecting that space in a man. But long story short, I I just appreciate when males actually recognize, like, both halves of themselves, like the female aspects of themselves, but are also so rooted in their masculine um, energy that they're able to provide this, like place of of comfort and allow that allows me to be open and expressive and intimate and everything that a woman is is looking to be I feel so thank you guys for when you do that
3: <laughs>
1: cool and another female would like to jump in again going back to like what is it about males that you appreciate From a spiritual perspective
2: I guess I can share Monica Um, Go ahead, Monica. It's just just based off I guess my own frustrations And how I can admire Males How you're talking about Like the curvy path That women often take Versus the straight lines That males do I know like Uh, There will be times where, like, I have something that I want to get accomplished, right, but then, you know, I'm all over the place with it, and I just want to have that, like, direct (coughs) focus instead of just, like, being all over the place. But every time that I feel like I crave that, I'll just, like, re-embrace why I, you know, that feminine part of myself and just, like, remember why it's so important to reconnect with your emotional side, even when you don't want to, and how many lessons you learned from it. So, there's always something to learn from both. Both are just as equally great.
3: Mhm.
1: Mhm. And um I, I want to pass the mic over to uh our new friend. Um sorry, uh, was it Diana or Diane from 316?
6: Yeah, hello. Or, I was actually just share. Thank
3: you. Oh, okay. Um,
6: <laughs> <for> yeah. <laughs> what I appreciate um about men is like this emotional kind of, maybe this is a perceived, my standpoint, female standpoint, of feeling kind of emotionally all over the place at times. And males tend to have um, a balancing effect that I appreciate for sure um, when it comes to dealing with the ups and downs of emotions. They don't seem as drastic. And I don't know if part of that is kind of a generational padding that's gone on to where men have not been as... You know, guided to express their emotions as much. But for me, I've found them to be balancing in my life. Mm-hmm.
1: That's um. I I will say like that's, I'm I'm glad that you've expressed that because I think I think that is like uh an interesting idea between both the male and female that can be uh, reciprocated is that calming effect, um and and how it, it um it goes both ways. Uh, you know, like I've 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 I mean, from personal experience, I've had. Um, females like, who I've been in company with say to me, they're, like, you know, like, you have, like, a very calming uh, presence to you that, that, like, really helps me relax and everything like that. And then it's nice um, where there's, like, this other quote that I think of, and it's the idea of, like, nothing can, this is related to the male side, but it's the idea of nothing can tame the wild like a woman's embrace. And the idea that for the male, sometimes we'll just, like, get so, like, um, caught up in something, like, maybe it could be, like, related to ego or something, and we'll get really hot-headed, and we'll be, like, really, like, just, like, whatever it is, you know, we can be, like, really, like, uh, like, mad or angry or just, like, really kind of, like, out there, and then, like, the woman can just be, like, hey, you know, and they'll just, like, grab your hand and just be, like, just look at me, you know, just look at my eyes, like, just bring it back for a second, like, don't go too far there, <laughs> star boy, you know, like, come back home <laughs> for a minute, and then just, like, <laughs> to be, like, you know, and with that embrace, you're just, like, shit, like, like thank you so much you know because like that's and then it brings us back to that center so i mean it's amazing how both the male and the female can do that how they can bring us back into center um so i mean that's just something that you know again going gratitude both ways uh most definitely mm-hmm. so yeah um now wh- whoever who would want to talk next not opening it up to the males yet just ladies first but um maybe can you I'll remind us what we're
4: talking about lisa.
1: <laughs> if Le- lisa I- are you still here Hey Lisa,
7: I am. I had to go go for a minute because the the child that I'm um, my my friend's child had had to go to bed, and I had to say goodnight to him. So I just oh. needed you for a second, went and did that. But I'm back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I'm okay. Sorry. Well, I'm not sure if you heard the last minute of the conversation or anything, but um, okay, just. We'll we'll just go going back to the question, and then we'll move into some other questions. But, Lisa, we were talking about um, what is it about uh, males that females appreciate from their perspective?
7: What is it about males that females appreciate? I appreciate a man that makes me feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't have a strong male or female in my life, I, I had to become very strong myself. And I find that my, I have found a lot in my life that my intelligence and my personal strength
2: is intimidating
7: to a lot of men in the world. And I appreciate, man, I appreciate a man that is not intimidated by it, but is amused or admire, admires it and knows that it's only there to help serve him. I appreciate a man that makes makes me feel... Um, safe and secure, although I feel it myself, but that wants to protect me and honor me as opposed to try to make me shut up or, or feel threatened by any of my strengths. Um, because my, I, I really love uh, myself personally um, to be able to surrender to a male and be inspired to nurture and inspire him to greater things. It's this dance of surrender and service. It is the most beautiful thing. I really admire when a man can speak about his emotions um, and not feel like he's, um, by utilizing his divine feminine energy, as not being what you would call a fairy or gay, if any of that is is a bad thing anyway. I appreciate a man who is strong and not um, fearful of homophobia or uh, genotyping in any way. I love a man in a skirt and long hair.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: uh, kilts need to come back in my book. Heck yes, kilts.
3: <laughs>
7: <Woo. laughs> uh, that long I hair re-
5: thing, yes.
7: <laughs> you know, I'd love to plug my headset. or We're going to be waking up the whole neighborhood with this. <laughs> um, but um, I, I also really admire more than anything when a man can be vulnerable and ask for help. It really is very inspiring to me uh, because I've seen too many men in the world be told they have to do it all alone and they can't cry. And to be able to ask for help and even accept it from a woman shows me tremendous inner strength and compassion and co-creation uh, Absolutely. I also love men mm-hmm. to pay attention and honor children, those things. Really, really, really. Most a lot of men can't carry their babies. My father couldn't even be in the same building with me, never, even if it was my own home when I was nursing my child. So to see a man that can actually be part of a child's life and and honor and spend time with a child, even though they may have been to work for hours to find time to know that, that child that they are a role model for that child. So that really inspired
3: me.
4: Mm. Wow. Yeah. Like Absolutely that. everything that you said, I completely agree with, and so I'll just say ditto.
1: Yeah, I, it it it's good it's good for males to be able to hear that because I mean for me like yeah it goes back to this idea of um, even what you were saying, Lisa, the idea of like living by example. Um, you know, I, I've I work a lot with with kids like during the um, in the past doing the superhero stuff at parties and everything, and that's always been my objective is to say like, hey, like these kids look up to me as this, like, male archetype character. So what I want to pass on to them, since I have their attention, is, like, an actual meaningful message, oftentimes going back to remind them that the most powerful superpower of all is the power of the heart. And so, I mean, that's something Yay. that can leave an impression and stuff like that, you know, and, and empowering them and bringing it back to that reality that they have the power to, like, make their friends smile and to do the little things that make the big difference, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I, I I'm for both of us for both the male and the female what example what example are are we setting um and and you know like just like what how, again like just going back to like reflecting on the seeds that we're carrying and so forth okay so yeah. we're um, uh, yeah i'm, I'm going to open it up to the males and, and uh if there's any other females um if, go ahead and say anything if you have something to say and we'll open up I the actually males just
7: a wanted to say one more sentence and that is oh, yeah. time Attention and and love are the greatest currency.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes. Give something your time and attention and love. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, was that Jocelyn who said that? Who Who just said that? I'm curious. Oh, okay. Apparently it was an angel. That makes sense. (laughs) Okay, uh, Okay. So, um... Caller-wise, um, uh, Jessica Starshine actually had to leave. So thank you, Jessica, for, for stopping in. And we'll hear from her again on future episodes for sure. And check check her out on past episodes. So passing it over to uh, to the fellow males, uh, we have uh, our good friend Bryce and our good friend Noah. And uh, Jimmy, uh, I had to mute him through his mic, but we'll, we'll check in with him in a minute if he's still around. Uh, just opening up the microphone, because I mean, you know, like reflecting on the question, what is it? Uh, that we appreciate of the females from the perspective of the males is something that I would be curious to get into or anything else that you feel called to talk about. So Bryce or Noah, you guys fight over it. Fight fight to the death over who goes to talk
4: Well, that's pretty that's, manly. That's okay.
1: Just um, go macho man style, yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. Um,
3: <laughs>
9: go ahead, Noah. Oh, it's going to be me? Or was that
8: okay, go ahead, Bryce. <laughs> oh man. Um
9: let's see. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> um, yeah, I can go first, Bryce, if you
8: want. Yeah, yeah, Noah, you go first. I still need to figure <sighs> okay, out the so, an
9: answer. Hold on. Thank you. So I might say something, I don't know how this is gonna relate to people, but um uh I've talked on here every once in a while and You know I'm continuing on my journey in Judaism and learning so much about females uh, and my relationship with females has changed dramatically. Um, I want to talk about something so special uh, that maybe people misunderstand, but I really just want to uh, bring it into the circle here, and that's the idea of of understanding that sex really is just the completion of everything else. So I've actually now totally Uh, distance myself from from almost as much as I can even touch to other females in Judaism there's an idea and look everybody's on their own path this is not meant to be judgment to anybody else God bless everybody in their own way Um, but there's something so powerful uh, about female and male together Uh, in Judaism the high priest in the temple back when they used to have the, the Holy Temple uh, if you were if you were not married, you couldn't even be a high priest, like the highest role in Judaism, because the holiest connection and the holiest union was between male and female. Uh, but it's very, very, very delicate. And, you know, our eyes can be deceiving, you know. We think we're, we're on a sp- certain spiritual journey, but uh, oftentimes we can still lose ourselves in, in our lusts and desires because we so badly want to become one with another female. And it's so beautiful because it's such an instinctual desire. But we really need to know how to use it. Now, many people, they say, you know, you know, I just want to love everybody. I want to be connected to everybody. You know, all religions, I love all religions. And on one regard, that's totally true. And, and Skull knows that we all, that I have so much respect and love for everybody's tradition and everybody's faith. But the truth is, is the more you actually limit, the more you actually get specific, on one pathway the more infinite you become if you have one woman and you go deep all the way with her so infinitely deep with that one woman you find god more than you find god if you had a thousand women because just with one it's the deepest 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 thing and i'm trying to express this not because someone's in a polygamy they shouldn't be in it It's each their own but get deep with somebody get deep with somebody it might be your best friend it might be sometimes it's it's like, you need one friend. And I'm just trying to say this because I, you know, my perspective so much has changed on the female, the, the love and the reverence and the respect that I have for that power, that I have the ability to become one with another female, to share the deepest depths. And, and I know now that uh, the sexuality is going to be the culmination of a very deep spiritual, intellectual, and emotional love for that person. And if I develop that with someone, on every level. I, I get to know everything about their soul, everything about who they are, and there's no blockages. We're so open. Then then when we get to the physical, whenever that is, it's just so beautiful because the channels are all connected to each other. And so for me, I guess i am totally changed my perspective on sexuality, not because I feel like I'm sh- it's a shaming thing or anything like that, God forbid. It's the holiest thing in the world, and that's why I'm so careful. Because I know my eyes, my eyes can lust, my heart can fool me, and I'm just trying to create this 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 connection. You know, I haven't had it yet. I'm still on my. I mean, I have it had it in doses with certain people at certain times, but I know that love just goes infinitely deep. And without the female, and you know what, if two males do it together, I I, I everybody is on their own path. I love and respect that too. It's just the idea of getting deep with one person. Getting really, really deep with that one person, and and I've had special people come into my life to to unlock certain parts of me. Uh, been guys, been girls, and I've noticed that you know I could be a room with with a thousand people, but that one connection with that one person, I find God there in the most beautiful way. So I just wanted to open that up to to much more like what you guys feel about this the, about the power of the sexuality because I know how powerful it is, but it's such a contextual thing. I think it's, it's either the sword the sword, or like the fruit. It's like it's so powerful in either way. It can go either way. And so I guess I just wanted to express that, I guess, celibacy for me in a certain way has been very beautiful. And I'm very much looking forward to having a partner in life to go deep with. But I know that it needs to come with great responsibility and great reverence for the female, for the female body for the female spirit that maybe in certain ways I'm not yet mature enough to to fully appreciate, especially because of whatever past ways I un- used to understand female sexuality. So I just wanted to express that to everybody and, and again, all respect and love to everybody on their path mm-hmm. and I hope to hear some different perspectives perhaps.
4: <laughs> wow, More I just want
3: to say thank you. Yeah, right on thank you list. for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful.
7: I want to be in a world filled with men like you and Brendan. <laughs>
3: Agreed.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, everyone lot. else
7: ready to share.
1: There's a lot of I yeah echoes.
6: Took that up myself recently, and I'm not attached to any religion, but I felt like I was misusing a very powerful force in my life, and um, I had to step away from that, and I have. So, uh, thank you for sharing that. It's it's a spiritual journey for me to not engage in that right now because. I'm not ready. Like, I was abusing it. So I'm kind of, I'm working, working higher up now. (laughs) Really good way of putting it.
1: Yeah, we do. Definitely just carrying, like, again, you know, like a new level of maturity. Um, You know, it's... uh, It it reminds me, I mean, going back to like just like a sort of like metaphor visualization and stuff like that, just in terms of cultivating sexual energy. I mean, creative, creative energy and sexual energy, like they're literally the same thing. It's just a matter of how we're using it. So I mean, if we're throwing away our sexual energy, we're throwing away our creative potential. Uh, to really tap into it, and, and again, that's transformed into like our willpower and everything, and the refinement of the self, the uh, you know, the the alchemy of the spirit, the transformation from lead to gold. And uh, yeah, like it's 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 just like a really powerful thing to to think about the idea of just like claiming ownership. Uh, of their energies, opposed to allowing their energies to be able to control them. So yeah, like thank you Noah for for uh, for bringing up like that. Yeah, just that reminder that I mean I think. Yeah, like okay, the me- sorry, the metaphor I was going to say was the idea of um, whether it be through like masturbation or just like, uh, you know, like lust, but the idea that like each time we do it, we're like picking up a piece of candy that we see on the ground and we're just like, ooh, candy, delicious, open it up, eat it, it's like this awesome piece of chocolate that's like, has like some delicious filling in the middle and stuff like that, and it's so good, <laughs> and then we just like turn around and we're satisfied. But if we were to just, like, ignore that piece of chocolate on the ground and keep walking and keep walking and keep walking, and there's more chocolate on the ground, but you just keep walking, don't don't pick it up, like, don't give in to the temptation sort of thing, but keep your focus on where it is that you're going. And eventually you'll come around the corner, and around the corner you'll see like this huge pile of of delicious chocolates that you never even <laughs> knew existed, and it was like even more amazing than you could have ever even dreamed of. And then someday you'll actually just be able to get to like like just l- fall back into it, and it was the infinite
8: pile, bliss,
1: the infinite pile of, of candy, yeah. So <laughs> passing it over to Bryce, he hasn't got a chance to jump in yet. But Bryce, um, oh, anything? Wow. Uh, no, wow. no things <clears throat> the Noah <same. laughs>
8: thing wow um uh first I want to I just wanted to say real quick I I'm I'm so appreciative of everyone who has shared so far Skull Noah Lisa Diana Jocelyn Zoe er, everyone and if I didn't say your name I apologize I'd trying to remember so many names. Uh but just thank you for for sharing and bringing your perspectives and uh, uh you know, learnings and, and and flow. And um I guess for me one thing I'm appreciative of is uh that um sort of building off what uh, Noah said uh, that um, and and sort of what you said Skull too a little bit this sort of like play this sort of like flow between the masculine and feminine I'm very uh, thankful and aware of that and how I, I almost equate it to like lava or something and at certain times it can like kind of you know speed up or slow down and at certain times it can get like you know really hot and other times it can like you know cool down and stuff and just that like exchange that play that interaction of of energy of, of flow that uh Allows us to continue to interact and, and build with each other is is something that leaves me in awe every time. And 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 you can do this with you know like not just like the opposite sex, but you know with you know guys with guys and you know women with women too. It's just that that interaction in in general is just an amazing amazing thing. Mhm. I do
3: yeah.
7: wholeheartedly.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Thank
5: you. Yeah. Well, I maybe just um I have a, oh,
1: Sorry, go ahead, oh. Jocelyn. Yeah. Luca.
5: Sorry. Um I just wanted to uh I don't know if this is, is if this is going to be too bold, but I wanted to ask no, the men. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I'm I'm very open, so I just kind of go there. I know that we're recording, so I don't know how, you know, brazen this is going to be, but I just wanted to know, like, I I was kind of curious as we have, um, very aware and conscious men on the line, if you feel a difference, um, when you, like, what is your experience through sharing energy with women, whether that be just on a daily basis or even as intimate as, like sexually, do you feel an acceleration or a change when you're with a woman or like what is that energy exchange like for you? Um.
9: Uh, Scott, Scott, you want to go? Or do you want me to go?
1: You go ahead, Noah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just
9: going to say um very sensitive. I'm very, 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 very sensitive and um I've been very careful because my heart I, I'm telling you, it yearns for a soulmate. And a soulmate really is the person that not only do you become romantically involved with, but they reveal themselves to you, and you see everything that you need to do in your life. You, you, you start to realize your career opportunities. You start to realize all these other things that come into the fold. It's a very strange phenomenon. And in Judaism, we don't say that you know, you're, you're, you're a half. If you don't have one, Like you're still a whole, but you're a whole half in the sense that you are complete as much as you could be with one soul. But you're, you're, a part of you is actually in someone else. And that is an innate longing and yearning that we have. And so for me, I'm very careful now because it's sacred. So I have to be careful. Am I just going to have this connection with anybody? Because like I said, when you go, just, if you go deep with the one and you infinitely reveal yourself, our souls are infinite. There's no end to the, the depths of our hearts. We don't, it doesn't end. It's not like we get to a point where it ends. And so if we're just blessed to find just that one person who we can literally share eternity with, oh, it's so beautiful. And, you know, I've had, in terms of friendships, in terms of, you know, I've had some platonic, wonderful connections. Uh, Zoe and I have had amazing, amazing talks on here where we've definitely helped each other Understand ourselves much better. We've unblocked certain parts of our hearts that were closed. In fact, from my confer- some of my conversations with Zoe, I've been—I feel personally that a part of my emotional center has been com- completely open to the point now that, you know, on a from, a from a platonic level with her, now I can take it to a level with someone who's in a more in- intimate setting. That it just completely opens the doors, and I feel it in my body very tremendously. I feel it in my body. But I also, I also think that what's so beautiful, and I'm trying to explain this to you, is that like what Skull kind of alluded to with the sexual energy and the creative energy, it's almost to this point where, like, imagine, like I, I mean, for me, like this is what's going to happen for me, okay? My When I start dating someone, the girl that I date, I'm not going to, literally not going to touch her until I put my hand on her to put her ring on her, if she has, if we do that ceremony. And all of the spiritual energy that we have built up and shared is going to go into that, and it's literally magic. And why am I saying this? Because I'm just telling you that we have the power. Hashem, God gave us the power of this spiritual energy. To, without even touch, we know this. People do healing with hands. People do healing with their just their their souls. And so we have it innately. Sexuality is just the expression, and I think that it's 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 more sacred. Like it's in a way like it's so sacred that i might only touch one woman now of course hugs are beautiful and i've done tons of free hugs with skull i mean now i don't know i've become a little bit more uh, traditional in my observances but i still love i still love people i still love to connect but i know that the hug is just a physical expression but if i can communicate my soul to them right now i'm speaking from my soul from my heart if i can communicate love to them through that then if I just have one person that I touch, as the expression of the deepest level of revelation of soul with that person, then that's just all I need. And so, okay, sure, I can connect with all sorts of wonderful women, and I hope to touch everybody I meet in every second. You know, I believe that every encounter I have is directly from the Creator. You can say the universe, whatever you want, but Hashem, which means the name, God, whatever you want to call it, is orchestrating every single moment every single second of every person I run into and I try to look at everyone and en- engrave the name of the creator on them so I remember that I'm talking to God in everybody and when I do that and I realize that I'm filled with joy because it's me and God it's just me and God the whole world is just me and God and, and there that's going to f- fill my heart with love and because my heart is filled with love and whether I touch someone or I don't it's the deepest connection in the world in fact the se- when I was when I had more sexually run relationships it actually uh, blocked certain spiritual potentials outside of sexuality for me so of course I respect all people who love to express their love and sexuality I think it 's beautiful just realize that it 's infinite within our souls without even the touch that 's how beautiful the love we have in our hearts that God gave us so I think that there 's an element of of the contact that is beautiful, but there's also an element of just through platonic. It's not even like like it could just be with an ordinary like just with you walking on the street. It's anywhere you go. It's are you opening your heart at that second? And it's, I'm telling you, it's 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 transformative if you start to see everybody you interact with as 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 you and as God and as a mirror for you. Love will just pour out of your heart, and like, every connection is amazing. I'm telling you, telling you.
4: Oh my God. That is so, so, so resonating. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. My brain is just blowing out of my head right now. <laughs> That's
3: that was Noah. perfect.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you, Noah. That was great.
3: Thank you so
7: much. That's wisdom, baby. That's wisdom.
1: To, to well, build well, on. Go ahead, Bryce. Yeah, oh, I was okay. going to say, I, I'd be curious to hear what Zoe has to say as well. But go ahead, Bryce. Um,
8: I was just going to say, real quick, to build on what Noah was saying. Um,. I I agree uh mostly and uh to uh like the the first thing that came to my mind with that is like you can share intimacy in like so many different ways even if it's just like eye gazing you know mm-hmm. even even if you're just you know looking at another person you know right in the eyes the eyes the windows to the soul you know speaking so many volumes
1: in that way. <laughs> Does, uh, is well, Lisa still there? Does Lisa have to leave? Can I okay, I sorry, see Lisa's just going to leave, like, so we're going to say goodbye to Lisa real quick. Do you got to leave, Lisa? No. Oh.
7: <laughs> but <laughs> I, I read it to chat. Leave for a minute.
3: Oh, okay.
7: I just, like, see, a really?
1: message right. in the chat that said, bye, everyone high. leaving. So. Okay. Oh, I think that's
7: all the people who are leaving the chat.
5: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um. Okay. Like I said, I'd be curious here from Zoe. We can pass it over here, but I think Jocelyn had something to say. Yeah,
5: Possibly? I just wanted to say something really quick. Um, okay. Oh, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm just looking. It's interesting because I, I feel like, um, is, is it, is it Shia? Is that? Uh, yeah yes okay you you are going through this whole transformation where you're kind of just dropping into the singularity connecting with people without touch and then you know Noah is talking about all of this stuff and that's very like uh I I can feel that that's very accelerating for the two of you that this is like and and maybe even I, I know um like just almost a breakthrough, you know. Uh but for me it's like I I have been connecting on that level, like on such a level of love for every single person I meet since I was a little girl. It's like to to be honest to take it to to a, cr- a crazy level. I feel like it is like an extraterrestrial or starseed type level where I am just completely in love and enamored with every single human being to the point where I don't even see like flaws. Um, and for me, it's like, I I am so curious at this point of, of what we can create as like a synergy between male and female sexually. And I'm sorry that I have to take it back to that like level, but it's just that I know that there is so much mysticism that comes with this and it has been so like, um, like swept under the rug and kind of just put away in the closet and nobody talks about that. And if it is, it's like this over-sexualization, but I want to know like what happens with all of this primal energy that is inside of the two of us. What are we creating in this ethereal space? What is happening there? How does that feel in a man's body? How does that feel in mine or a woman's body? That's like, that's where the, I think the next step for me is, is like, and it, it is actually creating that union it's not the build up to it or the or the preface to it but the the actual experience of combining and making like an alchemical uh space with another person like you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep for sure but yep
8: i just wanted to jump in real quick and say that my uh uh partner and i we don't we don't call it sex we call it merging
4: I like we, that. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm. yeah.
4: That's a good term.
8: Yeah, because it's it's literally like emergence of um, of if if done right, it's emergence of you know all these kind of energies, all these uh, um, male and female, all of these all of these uh, things. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and it's like it's like a creation. Each act is a creation of something, you know, like of, of some kind of, it's like a manifestation. Like when you're visualizing something, when two people come together, they're creating a almost physical embodiment, a container for something that holds an, a type of energy and, and, um, fungal around, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: But Whoa. Anyway. Yeah. Well.
1: Got a l- little bit of extra noise coming through on someone there. I'm not exactly sure what was going on I there.
4: I apologize for bursting into laughter earlier. I thought I was muted. No, it's more <laughs> than welcome. I do it all the time, too. You I can't burst help it. laughing whenever
3: you want. <laughs> laughing
4: um, laughing I, yep, yep, I, yep, I yep, laugh yep, all the yep, time yep. about lots of stuff, but I don't laugh like that. Brendan, that was awesome. <laughs> um, No, it's just like everything cool. that you guys are saying is all of the stuff that I've been... Like I've been getting messages from the universe and from God and from my my oracle readings and stuff, and I've just sort of been eh, I'm not paying attention to that right now. I you know I don't need that in my life right now. That's you know I'm just gonna just gonna ignore that. And it's basically like a gigantic cosmic clue by four, like right in the face. And I'm just sitting here laughing and I can't stop. <laughs> it's just hilariously awesome. That's
1: awesome. Cool. Um, is Zoe still with us? Zoe, are you there? Want to mute yeah. Hey Zoe, Thanks
3: welcome listening. back.
1: Awesome. Zoe, like, accidentally got removed, but then we hacked the matrix, and now she's back, so welcome back. <laughs> Yay. Cool.
3: <laughs> Yay.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so we only got just checking in. We got about 50 minutes left uh, in the limit for this post recording, so uh, we'll just keep moving along. But yeah, like, I'd uh, like to just continue. Um, is Holy crap, like, Monica's still. Monica, we have, like, barely heard from you either. <laughs> I Zoe know but it's and Monica.
2: so beautiful listening. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I've heard you listening. No doubt. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: Zoe, was there anything that you wanted to say, even like going back to what Noah was talking about? And and I really think like, because I mean that's like some like deep, um, next level pers- ways of sort of going about reality. And it and it does echo um, a lot of like where um, I'm thinking about things too and everything. And it's funny because like my friend just posted up a post. Um, and like it was just like an image it wasn't even related to anything that we're talking about it was just like a little quote and it um, basically said like, uh, don't shop when you're hungry don't date when you're horny and don't update your status when you're drunk so I mean, when you-
4: life <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. so, See how see how similar like the sexuality fits in with like the the other aspects of that. Like I mean, it, yeah, like it, it, people do that, you know. Like they they um, when when we update our status when we're drunk, that's the same thing as like pursuing women when we're horny, sort of thing. Like we're doing it. Um, but we're we're not doing it for uh what would be the most uh beneficial reasons for our own growth but but again like yes and no because yes oftentimes males have to do that in order to know how to transcend it uh that's quite a normal thing But yeah, like just being able to like move in towards being able to perceive, uh, the feminines with like a higher level of respect and also being able to respect, uh, the self as as well in, in a new way. And, um, being able to realize that like through developing that willpower, it actually enables us to become like more in tune with, uh, our additional spiritual senses and abilities, uh, be that like, you know, dream exploration and everything and just cultivation of energy. Um, Anyways, I don't want to get too far off, uh, just in whatever. But passing it back to um, Zoe, um, going back, like, is there anything that you just wanted to say, maybe uh, talking to, to Noah uh, directly or just anything in general?
2: Um, well, I definitely agree with Noah that, you know, life is sort of, I mean, it's between you and everyone, but it really is between you and God, goddess, Spirit, however you want to call it, and when you go about life that way, it really, really deepens everything. I guess that's the best word I can use. It just deepens everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But as for like having one partner, I I don't even know at this point. Like connecting with people. And, like, trying to have some sort of expectation of how that should go. All of my expectations have just been blown completely out of the water at this point. (laughs) Like, I don't know how, if we're supposed to be monogamous or polygamous. Like, I just, I have no idea. (laughs) But I do know Hmm. that I want to keep an open heart and, you know, just Mm -hmm. explore that. So, yeah. Um, and also, um sorry, go ahead. sometimes you you can meet someone that you know you you take it to the next level with, you know, and you have that deep connection, that eternal connection that that uh grand truth sort of sparks when the both of you come together, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're meant to be in a romantic partnership either. Like, recently I've learned that some of the greatest unconditional love that you can have is letting go of someone, is parting from someone in this grand dance, you know, to to go in different directions and learn what you need to learn. Mm-hmm. And I'm still connected to that person very, very, very deeply. Um, but, so that's where I am at right yeah. now, and I, I don't know, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: thank you for sharing, Zoe, yeah. Um, One thing that just came to mind, and I'll pass this over to either Monica or just any of the females as well. Um, And, I mean, yeah, we can talk about, like, uh, you know, themes related to uh, sexual energy. Uh, I think that's just such a prevalent topic and everything. Um, And one thing I was just going to say, you know, like, uh, there's different ways to go about it. Um, I think there's a lot that comes out of practicing willpower and, like, not just, uh, you know, like... Uh, you know, fornicating, so to speak, whether it be like masturbation or with a partner uh, just because you feel like it. But at the same time, like if you feel called, like this is an interesting thing. Check in uh, with the idea that sometimes you like might feel called to quote, like to masturbate or whatever. To, to love yourself, to make love to yourself. I mean, rather than just thinking of it as masturbating, like literally see yourself almost from a third person perspective, and you're like literally in a partnership with yourself, and you're you're making love to yourself. Um, if you feel called to do it from like uh, for a higher um, energetic purpose, you can do that, and also using that moment to also manifest as well. I mean, just yeah, briefly cool. hitting upon that, like the the orgasm is an amazing portal opening experience for energy to come through. So be very mindful of what you're you thinking about in that moment and uses an opportunity to put out intention even beyond yourself so I mean I know girls who talk about the idea of like um of of masturbating but um I mean let's just let's just call it quote-unquote meditating so a girl who would just be like be like oh yeah you know like I'm feeling back. called to go it, it, they're one in the same if they're seen from that way so I mean you know I'm feeling called to I, meditate I, but mm-hmm. her when she does it like she's not just doing it for herself she's like you know there's something like I need to put into the grid so to speak. So, I mean, that was just one thing I just wanted to put out there. And there was another thing that I just wanted to hit upon real quick, and that's the idea of um, just being aware of how um, females, even throughout lore and history and everything, have this pattern of, like, using their sexual energy as a succubus and, like, using it to persuade males and using it to sort of get what they want. And we've been talking about how powerful males are and how they control the world, yet the women have control over the men and and they can have control over the men but oftentimes they have to be mindful of like how they're using that sexual energy because i mean you know like a woman can use her sexual energy to like to um to rise a man up or to crash him down but at the same time sometimes crashing him down may be the way to help make him stronger in that sense it might be exactly what he needs but the important thing is seeing where the woman if if like asking the question, is the woman conscious of what she's doing? So just putting it back to the female, you know, I'm just kind of curious as to like
3: mm-hmm. how,
1: how, like, what what do you think about that idea of just um, being uh, taking, you know, again, responsibility for how you're using your sexual energy to uh, to towards males, and are do you ever find yourself using it to a uh, quote unquote like get what you want, so to speak?
2: I think it's really, really important to take responsibility for it. Um, I did a really big research paper recently, and I was sort of exploring, you know, what what is the great wound between how men and women relate? And I was talking to a lot of different, you know, males and getting their perspective, and it seemed like the thing that they were afraid of or that they didn't like was exactly what you said, Brendan, was women using their... There are charms to manipulate or deceive or, you know, to get what they want. And I think, you know, by doing that, you really create uh, a rift between the genders and you really create more mistrust, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that that was like one of Ooh. the main reasons why, you know, patriarchal religions condemned women, condemned sexuality, mm-hmm. a woman's sexuality. You have stories of... Adam and Eve, right, and all the fault is put on Eve, not Adam, you know, because Eve convinced Adam Mm. with her naked beauty to eat the apple, (laughs) (laughs) and it really sucks. (laughs)
4: Um, I have something actually to say to that. That goes back to one of the first things that I said when the show first started about um, intellect and intuition where um, the intellectual knowledge we get gives us the feeling we're in control of our lives and the underlying shifting patterns of life that we get through our intuition makes us aware of a sense of chaos that we can't control. Um, But that deeper, kind of darker area of the intuition has come to be associated with the feminine, So we developed an attachment to intellectual skills, all the stuff linked to the feminine and the darker unknowable aspects, you know, as far as the intellect is concerned. um, It became something to be feared. So the way a lot of us are taught to deal with this so-called hidden side is to deny its existence, declare it evil, or avoid it out of fear of damnation. So the goddess was evil and no longer existed. Divination is the work of the devil. Uh, intuition, intuitive healing and magic oh, is witchcraft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, ancestral spirits are now malevolent ghosts, and death is something to be afraid of. All of this because we denied our intuitive skills.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely, mm-hmm. truth.
5: Yeah,
3: I,
4: yeah.
5: Think, I think that that succubus kind of um, energy because like I was saying at the beginning of the talk as well that I I actually used to do this I know this very well I actually learned all of the astrological signs so that I could morph myself into being the perfect woman for the man that I was trying to seduce so I mean it was very prevalent and, and like my practices at first. But I think that that goes from, from that comes from an emptiness inside. I mean, my parents had divorced and my, my father wasn't there. And so I had this thirst kind of for, for a male figure to be in my life, but more so for there to be that inner strength within myself. So as soon as I started loving myself, as soon as I started giving myself what I was looking for in the male partner that I was trying to seduce, then I no longer needed to seduce anyone. I was seducing myself. And I was the one in this eternal dance that I was looking for um, to satiate. Um, And so now all that energy that went into seducing um, or manipulating someone into giving me what I want, I actually satiate in myself and, and I use the, this type of energy, this, this sexual energy, like Brendan was saying, to, to kind of tap into the grid and the unknown and the unseen. And, and um, I actually have really, I don't know if any of the other women have this, but I have really profound visions. Um, every single time that I orgasm, I've, I've learned to actually use it as a channeling mechanism. Um, and I can see things that are going to happen in the future. I can see things that are, that are going on internally with my partner. Um, I can see wounds that I, I need to personally heal. And so I think that um, sexual energy, it, but um, first of all, is not separate from, I think that we call it sexual energy, and that's the the compartmentalization of society that is like actually wounding us because in Chinese medicine they say um, they one of the first things they ask you about health is how's your how's your sexual energy because sexual energy is life that is creation that is that is what moves us to do what we do maybe not yeah. like when we're feeling sexual, right but it's it's actually a sign of health because it's a part of all of the different energies that keep us alive and moving, so this is such an amazing power and 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 I don't exactly like that word because power sometimes can be misconstrued as like being dominant, but more so like magic or or this mystic um, um connection that we have to the grid and to interrelate mm-hmm. to all the energies around us yeah.
8: I cool. I have problems with the word power too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: Actually, um
7: what you just said was so eloquent, but there is, is no separation between our life force, our sexual energy, our energy of creation, and what is known as kundalini. Yeah. There a, Shit. It's, there are different levels that are activated
4: when oh, we sorry.
7: break <laughs> the more fullness of it. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> I love it. Um but it, it's as we come into our own power and are able to embrace it, different levels of it show up. It's just like, you know, love is love, but it can be. There can be grace. There can be joy. There can be nurturing. There can be service. But it, it's all love. It's the same with what we're speaking. And yeah. just to quickly comment on the the masturbation aspect, um, that I actually start my day off every day meditating and then masturbating. And I do it exactly as you said. It's it's about taking time and nurturing and loving myself. And I do it and I don't I am it's not quickies either. I take time as if I I'm, I'm loving myself. And I, I that's how I get uh you know, inspired to get up and go through the day and afterwards I'm in this really great space where I'm very clear, my monkey chatter is shut down. And I'm very able to focus on what source
3: mm-hmm.
7: or my higher self, you might say, is, is deciding to, to prioritize. And because mm-hmm. I'm not rushed and because I just loved myself and I took the time to do so, it also takes away the need to rush to do anything else yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well. Uh, without having to cut in, I will say we are in the last minute of the show. So we're going to have to wrap things up here and this is going to cut us off abruptly. So we'll end, us- we'll end it before it cuts us off and we'll get ready to play the outro music in the next couple seconds. But again, just thanking everyone. And, and, and if we were to sort of summarize this, you know, what did what did we learn today? Uh, I, I would say, you know, bringing it back to the basics is being able to recognize that the female and male energies are something that exists within everyone so acknowledge that you learn from the female and to be able to see the female energy within yourself and then use it And in the same way the, the females can bring the male energy to themselves and to use it all within the sense of connecting with the self and empowerment and self-love and then ultimately bring it forth with you out into the world and changing and being the love that you wish to see being a paradigm shifter going out there and Helping those and, and carrying the seeds and being guardians. So thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of this. Again, check out paradigmshiftcentral.com, and of course, reminding you once again that you're invited to donate to be able to help support the evolution of this project, and it is greatly appreciated. So with everyone here, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna begin playing the outro music, and can, oh, now it's over. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Paradigm Shift Radio. If you would like to connect with people where you are and continue the conversations further, then check out ParadigmShiftCentral.com buttons to order your supply of Shift Buttons to share with people to help invite them to this global project while also helping make new friends and building local community where you are. Shift Buttons are tools to hack the matrix and tap into the synchronistic nature of reality to accelerate our collective awakening. Enter the promo code PSR into your order to receive additional bonus buttons to your supply. Thank you again, and one love.